I put the new 4Gs on the G. I trap into the bloody bottoms is underneath. Cause all my niggas got it out the streets. I keep a hundred racks inside my jeans. I remember hitting them Welcome to New Jump City, everybody. This is your host, Christian Espinal, and right beside me, as usual, is my boy, Joshua Cole. What's up, everybody? How are you doing, bud? I'm chilling. Uh, it was not that cold tonight. Yeah. So it was a very decent commute. Uh, thank the gods of global warming. Uh, it's sad. <laughs> it's the one benefit. Oh, you it's warm that. winters. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the bright side. Yeah, guys. and deadly futures. How about De- that? Buddy, I know it's going to come. I can't. What am I going to do here? It's warm winter. For one, recycle, you pussy. I recycle. Oh, jeez. I recycle, first of all. I hate you. I don't fire you. Don't call me a pussy on my own show. <laughs> what I think is funny is that you don't have to pray to any gods. All you got to do is send a letter to uh, any corporation that doesn't, you know, have safe practices. They don't listen. Uh, they, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Actually, they do. They they charge like $150 or some shit every time you don't put shit in the right trash can. What? At least saying, in the building that I was in. He's saying that you got to write a letter to a corporation or something. That's the ones that... Pollute and yeah, they're gonna crumple that paper up. They don't get. <laughs> they're gonna crumple it up and throw it into landfill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, honestly, if you do that, you're contributing to global warming. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Anyway, we are doomed. Welcome to New Jump City, you guys. <laughs> we are doomed. Uh, that that other guy is uh, our producer, Edge Lord Brian, on the mic, on the ones and twos. I'm not an Edge Lord. He sure is, and. Uh, we are. We're gonna get right into plugs real quick because we have a lot of shit to cover. Uh, we got two X Men books. We have the end of Absolute Carnage. A lot of shit's going on. So uh, without without further ado, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram. And you, Brian? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at b dot esp. Yeah, and the dot is spelled out. And the it's dot is spelled out. Yes. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, like the show in general, at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. So follow us on that. Uh, you guys, please uh, leave a review on iTunes. That's very important to us, uh, preferably a positive one. Uh, also, uh, we're on YouTube and Spotify if you prefer those over uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think that's it for now. Um, without further ado, oh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. For anything, uh, recommendations, fan theories, whatever you want to share with us. Uh, without further ado, Brian, manga randomize us. Samurai 8. Damn, two weeks in a row we start with Samurai. Oh my god, my mind is <laughs> dumb. Okay, sorry you guys. <laughs> uh I got to replace my mic cord at some point. But uh, we are starting with Samurai 8 for the second week in a row. Chapter 27. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that is what we started with last week. You're yeah. Right. Uh, this is chapter 27. Where? Okay, in the middle of the page. Uh, Awakening. Uh, we pick off where we last left off. Hachimaru just uh, sliced uh, this guy's shield in half. And is, His uh, tablet. Yeah, Hachimaru is uh, like, I'm the one who will decide who if I'm a failure or not. You know, inspiring That's true. stuff. Yeah, whatever. Um. So that's it for this guy. <laughs> for uh, he, He's done because he's just, that's all he had. Um, they put him in cuffs and uh, they ask him who Ben is to him. And he's basically the guy who taught him how to scam and all that stuff. Yeah, not how to fight and stuff. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, it's just the scamming. Yeah, but and then Hachimaru tells him about his master. He's like, mm, your master may have sucked, but mine was real cool and a cat and talks. Yeah. Um, so made him feel real bad. Uh, meanwhile, an objectively better situation to be in. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the two masters are fighting in space. Uh, oh boy. I'm gonna just pull this out and hold the mic cord. <laughs> um, yeah, they're fighting in space. Uh, they this guy has like morphing. Uh, samurai sword thing. Uh, he's giving uh, Daruma a real tough, a uh, real tough time fighting. Uh, he has like apparently the secret to his power is that he has not only one samurai key but a, a bunch of samurai keys hidden yeah, within his body. Several, yeah, a bunch of really strong ones too. Like you know, some fighter ones and uh, a couple elite ones. Yeah, and uh, Dharma is just like, you're using the power of everyone you've ever fought before and stolen their stuff. You're a coward and a weakling. Um, I mean, <laughs> if he beats him, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't really bad, but yeah, sure. Uh, right, Dharma. Yeah, so he uh, takes on his like final form. Uh, with the planet that's behind him, turns out, is his holder ship. Which is uh, called Oniwakamaru, the strongest holder in existence. Already. Setting the bar pretty high for your 27th chapter. Yeah, so I just <laughs> went to check. Like, yeah, this is uh, 27 chapters in. Yeah. And this is uh, Galactus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and apparently this thing is responsible for all the scars in the battle planet. Because uh, he, he, sw- he takes a swing at Dharma and he misses. And... Oh, well, he doesn't miss. He actually hits him dead on. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the, the, whatever didn't hit him went back to the planet and created a brand new scar. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, yeah, so. Did this guy just cut a, a whole planet in half? No. no he's he, just been he, cutting you know, scars into the planet. It, yeah. Um, No big deal. <laughs> no biggie. Um. Meanwhile, this guy—I I forgot who this kid's name is. Uh, the the bad guy kid, the betray the betrayer, the betrayer kid, kid that came with the silent swordsman. Yeah, he's just like, oh no, he got Oni Wakamaru out. You're fucked. And he uh, said, no one's ever lived to talk about it or whatever. I don't know. What does he say? <laughs> he basically says it's over. I don't think it's over. Yeah. Basically, we then get a flashback to uh, back to when Dharma was talking to his master. I guess when he first got his uh, his, his cat, cat body, <laughs> yeah. and uh, she's just saying, "It's like you were too strong, so they trapped you in this cat form because we had to nerf you for this series." And he's like, "Damn it, no!" <laughs> I like how she's kind of checking him on on his emotions. She's t- like, th- "That's been a theme in this series that I've kind of." you know, respected, and I like that they're staying consistent to it with, uh, that is kind of how a samurai would operate. Like, she told them, curses, all right, your curses, your rage and emotion, you have reverted to when we first met. A samurai must be composed and never allow his swing to be disrupted by his mood. That is really profound. And, I mean, I don't think that's just something you can apply to swordsmanship and samurais. Yeah, but, uh, in a tr- world trigger society or whatever the <laughs> fuck is going on here. I mean, also, like, if you get put into a cat body, I think that warrants a 
fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he could be sick about it, but you know, he's beating his head on this, his hands on the ground in front of his master. Like, wouldn't you if you like, like? Didn't you train for forty years to not do this? Yeah, but wouldn't <laughs> you be pissed off if you woke up a kitty? I don't know. I'd be pretty happy. I'd I be... didn't have to go to work. <laughs> I'd be just be hanging out, being a cat. I really couldn't say. I think I'd had to wake up as a kitty, and then I'd be able to get back to you on that. Yeah, it does turn out that he can like, still talk and swing his sword and shit. I think he's alright. And and he's anyway. also not just a real cat; he's a cyborg cat. So yeah, yeah, he's and yeah, he still got a samurai soul. He's I wouldn't mind being that. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, mind that. But it turns out she gave him a piece of her samurai soul. Uh, he she plucked she literally plucks it out of her body and just pass it to him. And that's apparently something that's, that can be done. Apparently he's been carrying it as his like right eye. His right eye was her samurai soul. And uh he uh he put it into his sword so that it gives him a temporary power up, transforming him into a human. And that's where the chapter ends. Um cool. Um uh, It's fine. Uh, I'm <laughs> looking forward to next week. That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I'm it's cool. I'm not gonna talk its ear off again. Let's see. Yeah, um, you know, I think. By the way, it's not. I think that's his. That's his human form, right? I mean, not yeah. This like is his. Uh, this is how he looks. Random. Like yeah, not, it's weird because like if he. I guess they're gonna explain it a little bit more. But um, she said she gave a piece of her soul. Mm-hmm. So her soul made it. I don't know. Was it maybe her soul that he was using initially, and now this is his actual soul, but he can only use it for a little while? That would make a little bit more sense as to why he's changing back to his human form, but. In, in, in any know. case, I don't know the mechanics of this yet. Maybe they'll explain it better in the next chapter, mm. but he is now temporarily human. And, and then he has to fight a planet. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I don't know, I'm fine with this, but it's, uh, I feel like this was, again, a chapter 100 type of deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, or, or 278, but, yes, you know, whatever. So, okay. Yeah, strongest holder already. The thing is, Dharma hasn't done anything like impressive enough. Well, he's about in, to in his time as a cat. I bet you've never seen a cat slice open a planet before. I would have liked to, but he he he's not going to be able to do that because he is human now. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this was Samurai. It was uh, it was pretty cool. The the idea. What ideas... if he says meow at the slicing? It? I'd be pretty happy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'd be happy with that too. Come on, please. He like he like photo. he like rubs he like cat rubs his yeah, face does against the other half of the yeah. planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got killed, dude. <laughs> God. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean the philosophies in the series is pretty cool. Um, that's never been the problem. The themes in the series are actually pretty solid. Um, I I really like his master. His master is really cool. She, whenever she shows up, she's like pretty gangster. Yeah, uh, that was also all my t- uh, teacher too, right? Uh, Nana, Just her black cousin, Nana Shimura. Yeah, right. yeah, that's a yeah. They're related, they're you know, for sure. The family. Yeah. In any case, that's that was Samurai bad. Eight. Brian. Rattlebird. Batman and Superman. Oh, oh my God! Hold on, time out. First of all, guys, I know Chris said we had a lot to cover, but what he didn't say is that literally every single series this week was a fucking haymaker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom to the fucking chest, each comic. Now, I'm not, that doesn't mean that each one was really good. It's just that every one of these, like, I felt like I was running a fucking marathon. Yeah, this is a pretty hurdles. Like, each, 
<laughs> like you know it was crazy man but uh anyway yeah this is a very massive we week in, in comics uh we start in um in uh, batman superman where we left off blue beetle has taken over the fortress of solitude and uh is now really fucking up superman and batman when the other two members of the secret six show up it's donna troy and hawkman uh donna troy is a titans member uh wonder woman's uh sidekick ish yeah uh but she doesn't really claim her yeah they have some type of issues donna troy has always had a com- complicated relationship with the amazons and all that stuff but that's the story for another day um these two start getting getting to wrecking batman and superman up top um they're holding back granted because they don't want to hurt their friends but everybody batman's having a hard time with hawkman he gets kicked in the motherfucking yeah he's, he's there's no holding back there he's legitimately struggling yeah uh they basically explain that their plan is the whole plan of this is that they need to uh the Batman who laughs has been trying to infect uh these various heroes of the DC, six heroes from the DCU who emit certain energies in order to activate the sat- the Justice League satellite from his world. Yeah. So they mentioned that he turned his satellite of uh, the the old Justice League headquarters into like a satellite that's also like a bat signal. I don't, I don't know, but it just looks really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I can't help but think that like they're gonna turn this into like an animated movie or something like that. Maybe a, a multiple episode type of thing. There's a lot of potential here. I'd love to see this like that would in be motion. Cool. Um, that's what it is. This is like some, you know, this isn't super deep storytelling or nothing. It's just like real epic. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, these guys. Um, Batman activates the uh the smoke screen. Uh, function inside of the rookie suit in order to buy them a quick getaway and uh in the underground places of uh the fortress of solitude they make their way towards the fortress of solitude's core um there is a security feature that superman installed into the core so that if uh, anybody ever tries to attack it it basically sinks the entire fortress of solitude so nobody could get out again (laughs) get in or out yeah yeah so they're like, I guess we're going to just do that. Then. <laughs> Superman ready to make the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, they, they try to distract the uh, the Secret Six uh, for as long as they can, but it doesn't work out so well because they find him pretty much immediately and Batman gets his shit kicked in by, uh, by the Hawkman. But uh, right as he's about to deliver the final blow, uh, Supergirl comes in because Superman has activated the silent Krypton alarm. That some that only Kryptonians can hear. Well, um, um, Gordon did. Oh yeah, I guess Gordon did. Yeah, they they used it as a you know it's kind of like a, oh you're right. trying to set up a I'm trap. Bugging, for yeah. a, that's what he told Superman. He was like you know either you can allow yourself to get infected with this batarang because that's the plan. Uh, the the Batman who laughs, he's basically has to he, he's trying to control like six people because I guess they represent certain types of energies. Yep. He wasn't too clear on that, but. I mean, I think it's really interesting because if you look at, I guess, you'll, you know, we'll talk about it towards the end, who he has and, and what they could represent. But, um, you know, S- Superman obviously says, eh, fuck you. I'm not going to go with either option. But uh, they still turn on the alarm and that's how Supergirl got here. Yeah. So it's uh, basically a Kryptonian dog whistle. Is that what Pretty it is? Much. Yes. Yeah. A, yeah, exactly. Uh, So Superman tries to talk down Jaime Reyes, the Blue Beetle. And uh, he's too possessed to help, uh, to to be helped. Um, 
And they throw the batarang, the infected batarang, at Superman. Uh, but Supergirl comes in and catches it with her hand. And uh, the three of them are about to square up and like, what's the plan, boys? And then they realize, oh, shit. Uh, Supergirl's been infected. <laughs> yeah, because she grabbed the batarang with her bare hand. And squeezed it really hard so it pierced her skin. And whatever gets infected has gotten into her system. And she is now one of the secret six. And... Uh, after she is possessed, uh, the rest of the six pop in. And the rest of the six are uh, Captain Marvel, or Shazam. Shazam, yeah. And uh, I think that was it. Came he was the only one who was missing, actually. Whooped. Yeah, from Kondak. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that is probably the most unfortunate shit I've ever heard in yeah, my life. Batman and Superman have been met with nothing but unfortunate <laughs> circumstances this entire run. Yeah, like, um, if you look at this team of bad guys, like, this is really tough. Yeah. Supergirl by herself is enough to just kind of keep Superman at bay. So then you got Batman versus, you know, all these other niggas. Yeah. That's Shazam, too. Looking like GG to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Shazam, too. So. Yeah. But let's that's. See, uh, let, let's, let's see. Oh, yeah. And by the way, they've been building a dark version of the uh, tuning fork from. The Derpy Man. What's uh, his from fucking the name? Anti-monitor? <laughs> Anti-monitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derpy yeah. Monitor. Yeah, I guess the whole plan was that they're going to bring the whole dark multiverse into this multiverse. I guess try to like fold it into this universe. Uh, and uh, everything went according to the Batman. For the second time, plans. by the way, because it, it already happened. Yeah. yeah. So this is pretty big implications. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited to see where this goes. Uh, like Josh said, the art is like awesome in this. Still, yeah, this is really just a a, a bang, bang, pop, wow, boom type Shwop. of, you know, <laughs> bang, bang, cool banter and stuff. Like perfect for the for the big screen or just your television or my tele or my cell phone screen. Yeah, um, either one. This has been a very fun series. Uh, it's still early, so I would recommend you guys pick this up if you haven't been already. This is the fourth issue. Uh, get get on it. You got great. It's fucking great. Um, with that being said, Brian, bring us back to put Japan. Up, put up, put up, put up. What are you doing? Put Hit up, the soundboard, Brian. The the fucking shell isn't on the randomizer, Hit. so I have to do it myself. Hit the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> One piece. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, my hero open. Uh, yeah, but I I hovered over One Piece and I was like, nah. <laughs> this is uh, One Piece chapter nine hundred and sixty-two. We are in Wano, Daimyo, and vassals. Uh, the issue starts off in Hakumai. Um, Odin is about to set out to fight uh, Ashura Doji because just just cause. <laughs> yeah, they're going to the land of Kuri. Where and he was interested in curry because I guess you can do whatever you want there. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. He wasn't like aware of this area beforehand. Like it's not like it's apparently it's not even like a a country or anything like that. It's just like this area where a bunch of thieves and bad guys hang out. Yeah, uh, I would imagine that Odin, being royalty, has never really stepped into these places up to this point. He fought against the mafia. I thought like (laughs) yeah, but that wasn't like curry though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're right. Curry is the hood, hood. Um, like, that's the slums. You say you from the slums? Yeah. Well, I'm from the slums, slums. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to to my to my dude Ill Will. Yeah, battle rapper. Uh, Funny guy. In uh in 
in the room that uh, Odin was staying in, apparently he destroyed it while living there. I don't know what the fuck it was doing, uh, but he's good. He's been up to all that riffraff, and it's been, it's just destroyed. Um, apparently, some money has been stolen, and fucking piece of shit Oro- uh, Orochi is there just to blame it on Odin. He's like, he must have stolen the money, sir. Did he steal it? No. Wait, did Orochi steal it? I think the thing we're supposed to get in here is that Orochi is the is, is the one who stole it and is trying or, to pin it on Odin. Or maybe it just that moment hasn't happened yet, and he's still like he's. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean? I, 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 maybe I'm thinking too hard. I don't know. I guess I guess I'm still waiting for the moment of betrayal. Oh yeah, no, but there's no way that he's not a piece of shit this early either. So he's like probably that, slowly yeah. just taking money from Yasui, the young Don. Yeah, he's so fucking terrible, man. Yeah, he's so piece terrible. of shit. Um, meanwhile, uh, Odin has left, and uh, and Kinemon and Donjiro have been following him this whole time, just trying to be his uh, his goons, hanging out. They're guarding outside of his place as he's keeping a journal. Uh. Over the next few pages, we we get to see the uh, young versions of the Ayakaza Nine, uh, but one of them, is, Izo, is not one of them. He's actually uh, a member of Whitebeard's crew, uh, a younger member of Whitebeard's crew. Did he die? No. Uh, well, I, I think he's still around, but he's one of the scattered pirate captains. Wow. In Whitebeard's crew, I never, I don't remember him. Did he fight? Did he have a moment? Um, not a big moment, but you do see. Is him. he still like a? You know, yeah, he's still around. Bishi, what do you call that? A what? <laughs> uh, a a a, a Bishi character? Oh yeah, a a Bishonen character. Yeah, Bishonen. <laughs> Both and uh, Kiku, <laughs> Kiku Nojo is the other samurai. The one. Um, that, yes, the, this one. This one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he meets Kanjiro, uh, who is apparently this weird bandit who steals the hair off of people to make brush paintbrushes out of. <laughs> yeah, to make his weirdo paintings. That would wish they would never born. Yeah, he finds Rizo in the fucking forest. Uh, he he quit the Kozugi clan's Onibawashu after a Kanoichi turned him down. So he's just been living in exile ever since he got rejected and put in the friend zone. Um, meanwhile, uh, the strongest monster in Kuri, Ashura Doji, has been just hanging out in Kuri. This is his turf. Drinking snake blood. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't fuck with nobody that just drinks straight snake blood. Yeah. Aren't you worried about diseases? <laughs> nah, not at all. Yeah. That big body. Big body. Fuck. Um, so uh, Odin just pulls up to Curry and fights an, oh, an army all by himself. Um, he, he's, he defeats Ashura Doji. Uh, he has arrows sticking out of him. This wasn't an easy battle for him to win. I uh, guess. I mean, he's still alive and I mean, he shit. won. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't easy for him. He didn't. They didn't make it easy on him. Uh, like if it was, if everything has been like half a star out of five, this was probably one star. <laughs> it was definitely more. I would say two. I mean, it also took a whole ass day. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ashura Doji is just like, just kill me. I can't. I can see the future ahead. I don't got nothing to live for. And uh, Odin's <laughs> just like, you can work for me, bitch. And he's like, well, great. <laughs> so yeah, I guess. Uh, after after a little while, uh, Odin just m- climbs up the ranks and he gains respect in Curry and becomes the Daimyo of Curry, which I guess is a mayor of some sort. 
Yeah, if for, for all intents and purposes, if Wano was like New York City, this would be another borough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Odin is king of the Bronx right now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say maybe like Brownsville or something. But yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> it could be Brownsville, okay, too. So, so Damio is like basically emperor status, uh, essentially. Yeah, he's the leader of that area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like sense. officially, not on no gangster shit. Yeah. Although he's he's with the smoke and drama anytime. Yeah, yeah. it's basically lordship. Mm-hmm. Like Yasui, he's a daimyo as well. Yeah, and um, he uh, he assigns all of the uh, yakuza nine to be his uh, his samurai that work underneath him, his vassals. Oh man, that and they're so all sweet. so they're all like, oh my god, thanks. <laughs> And it's very, it's a very sweet moment. Ashura Doji's like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Ashura's down. Ashura's like sad, and crying. Oh, that's too. what he was saying. Like, <laughs> I've never known peace. <laughs> Isn't that the same guy who got bodied by him? Yeah, earlier? Yeah. yeah. He becomes his henchman. Uh, okay. Tells him, "Don't be a creep," because I guess he's getting all soft on him and shit. Uh, that's right, Odin. Six years later. Uh, the remnants of the legendary Rocks crew began to gather new comrades, and this is around the time the uh, the Yonko, the four emperors, start to build up their power in the new world. Um, and uh, at that time, wait, and- Odin already helped in the Rocks thing? Yeah, yeah, this makes sense. This has to be that at this point, Odin's done with what happened with the Roger Pirates. Oh my gosh! So that already? Oh, that's why he's such a beast. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, does this mean that Hawkeye is better? Is a better sword? He's better than? Is he stronger than Odin? Then? He's stronger than everybody. He's the world's greatest swordsman. Have you never? You've never seen him lose before. I mean, and we've never cut seen everything him, in half. We've never seen him actually. Fight what him, hasn't though, he cut in half, and who hasn't he beaten? That's been in his way. I mean, we don't know because exactly. we haven't seen enough. He well, doesn't lose, bro. That's he cuts the thing. everything in half. He's Mihawk. He's really strong, but he's not the strongest person around. I guess in terms of skill with a sword, he is the best out there. Even on in even in Wano. Oh wait, terms. wait, Shanks yeah. was his rival. Odin though. will smack the shit out of you though. Yeah, Odin was uh, like Shanks that's... was his rival, but Shanks probably could never beat him in straight sword play. Shanks was whose rival? Shanks and uh, Mihawk seem to have had a rivalry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but you know, it's fighting's more about just show odds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure if it, if they <laughs> if they squared up fist to fist, Shanks will probably beat Mihawk. Uh, it's the cuss. But uh, the chapter ends on a on a beach in Wano in swag, uh, where uh, Kawaki is that his name? No, that's not Kawaki. Uh, Kawamatsu. Sorry. Kawamatsu the Kappa. Kawamatsu the Kappa is hanging. Who's out not on the one beach. of the legendary nine yet? Yet. And uh, he finds these uh, little animal creatures. And I guess this is the point where we're going to find out how the minks got involved with the Odin clan. Oh, Darkstorm and Cat Viper. Oh, yeah. This is Darkstorm and Cat Viper. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I didn't notice that. Because they're little they're small babies. Oh, no. my God. Darkstorm is going to make me cry. Mm. <laughs> He's so cute already. And I can't see his face. No scar yet. <laughs> uh, maybe he does. We'll see. Oh, uh, man. I like Cat Viper personally. I like Cat Viper, too. Cat Viper's the funnier of the two. Yeah, I like his laugh. I forgot it, but I know it's funny. Cat Viper has the better personality. I mean, like, I like Cat Viper adult. I like that he was playing. One of them was, like, playing with, like, a cat toy with him, and he was just no. all for it. What that was is that Chopper was trying to heal him, 
And he just like kept keep playing with me. Yeah, he's just like, no, stay still. I'm trying to stitch you up. He was being a real cat. (laughs) I love this fucking series, yo. Uh, You know, I used to, I used to, (laughs) I used to say bleach was better. (laughs) You suck, Josh. (laughs) Oh my god. L. (laughs) We all grow and learn. Learn. Use me. That's true. As a learning point. Uh, in any case, that was uh, One Piece, a uh, fun chapter overall. Very, very cool to see how it came together. I was, I was like, kind of uh, expecting us to get like a little bit more time as to the Ayakaza Nine, but I'm glad they went this route. They didn't spend too much time on it. It makes sense, no matter. He's what. taking his time, man. That's this is what you wish. Well, it's you, don't you wish that like when when Odin finishes like One Piece, like for the week. He then goes and calls like Kishimoto. And he's like, "All right, let me look at your chapter. Let's see, <laughs> like, like that. Like he would be his editor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't you wish that was? It's like when a great quarterback retires and becomes a, a head coach. <laughs> we all like Tony Romo to Dak Prescott that year when yeah. he was hurt and he was just in his ear, like, "Yeah, keep doing that, man. Yeah. Oh no, 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 don't do that again. Yeah, yeah just give Zeke the ball. You got it. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. What I was saying, I'm, I'm glad that he's, uh, he's very good at. The what information he should stay like stick through, and what uh, what he should focus on and give more time to as opposed to others. He makes the mundane chapters exciting. Well, we didn't need to see like these like big detailed explanations as to why these individual members of the Ayakaza Nine join him. It's good to, that we got this little speed around. It's like this is how they found him. everybody already knows him. He already has a rep. So yeah, we just, I mean, again, if we're speaking generally, like just the way he makes you care about certain characters in such a short amount of time, it's so real that I catch an attitude because <laughs> as I'm reading it, I'm actively like, oh my God, I know what you're trying to do, Odin, and it's going to work. <laughs> fucking damn it. Not Odin. Uh, Oda. Oda. Might as well be fucking Odin. Right? Yeah. In any case, that was One Piece. Brian, bring us back to the States. Batman. Oh yeah, Batman. Wow. Batman. We're is... going in a nice little order right now, actually. Yeah. Hopefully, we keep up the synergy. Uh, this is Batman number eighty-three. Um, and on the cover of the, tell him what's on the cover. It's Batman holding over Bane over his knee. Yeah, he's about to break his back. But Thomas Wayne is in the background, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all according to plan. Wait, like, like back it's on the totally knee, or okay. like, yeah, like he the broke knee. it, oh, okay. like how he broke his. Back. I thought it was like you know had him over, no, the knee, like, like he was spanking him or something. Now yeah. it's baneful. Bad Batman. Yeah. Uh, n- not a lot happens in this chapter in terms of story, but there's a lot of uh, character uh, build up. This is basically. Uh, Batman wakes up at a dinner table, and right across from him is dead Alfred. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> That's very sad. Yeah, guys, he's he's dead. dead. Wait, wait, wait! Like actually dead? Oh yeah, they oh, killed Alfred. What right the fuck? Now, he's dead, guys. Yeah, Bane snapped his neck, Brian. You weren't here for that. I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> because he wasn't supposed to. Because the Bat family was not supposed to be spotted in Gotham, and they found Damien. So they killed Alfred in front of Damien. That's fucked so up. So if if I may, mm-hmm. right? If I may. So, th- you know, this is another very Tom King uh, comic because he uses poems and background exposition while kind of like drawing somebody's emotions while thinking of like processing what's going on. That's like Batman's like for the few, well, what, for like 10 pages, Batman is like 
processing Alfred being dead and he's going through it, breaking shit in his room. You know, while Alfred is basically talking like he, he, I guess he's reading a letter that Alfred left and he this is what happened, right? This is this is the the kicker here. Mm-hmm. Batman thought that Alfred was safe and out of Gotham. Yeah. When he told Damien to go on with his plan. Da- I'm assuming that Damien assumed this as well. And that's why he looked so shocked when they did that to to Alfred, you know. But, yeah, guys, it, it, they're really... It's it's to the point that, you know, I don't know if y'all feel the same, but I'll be a little upset if he just kind of comes back real lickety split, like the way they're doing well, this, you know. Well, apparently there's, uh, there's a little mini-series coming dealing with this fallout of Alfred's dead dying, so... I imagine he's going to be dead for quite some time. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying he has to be dead forever. Or, yeah. Like, just, you know, yeah, let's let us let this... Yeah, okay, that's, that's uh, good to hear. Yeah, a lot of this is uh, Batman coping over this with uh, Alfred narrating over it. I'm he not sure if it's a letter, he, he, but he, it's... He uh, basically tells him, like, you know, I I came to terms with who you are, and, and, I, and I love you for that. I, you know, you, you're the same boy that was happy even before your parents died. You just put your energy towards towards this purpose and and I ultimately I respect that and that's why I chose to go through with these plans so you could take the city back. Mm-hmm. This was deep, yo. You know, it was Alfred cuz that's kind of been Alfred's thing that he, you know, doesn't want him to be Batman and be happy. There was a moment in Scott Snyder's run where he really thought that he was going to be good and that was right when uh Gordon had taken over as Batman for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, so, this is a consistent thing with Alfred that if he has the option he will obviously choose Batman. Bruce is safe and sound in his fucking mansion over being Batman and risking his life all the time. But And that's what this uh, narration is basically expressing. It seems that like before he was killed, Alfred was able to record some final thoughts in the event that he dies. And yeah. that's what Thomas Wayne is playing for him, I guess, to torture his psyche. Um it's a, it's a big old arc of emotion here. Batman doesn't say anything until the last few pages. Uh, it's literally just Alfred talking as he's losing his shit, and he lays Alfred to rest in the couch. Yeah, puts um, his back cape over him. Mm-hmm. And uh, right as he's, like, weeping over his dad and just being like, all right, I'm going to fuck shit up. That's when um, uh, this brick wall that has been keeping him inside that's behind all these doors has been keeping a him A very room. strong brick wall. Yeah. Made of super bricks. Bricks not are regular bricks tough to break, dude. Well, <laughs> ba- not for Batman. He can punch through fucking diamonds, probably. So this is super diamond alien bricks. Yeah, whatever. And alien strong cement. Yeah, the uh, the the thing explodes, and it's Catwoman on the other side saying, "He says you're ready," and she brings him to uh, to his dad, who is sitting down, just chilling, smoking a pipe. Uh, I guess this is technically his house. <laughs> He's just. Being like, all right, are we? F- are you good now? We good now? <laughs> it's like, so, so what it is? I killed your butler. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I beat your kid's ass. I took over your city. I got your girl under con- mind control again. Uh, what it is, bro? What do you? What are we gonna keep doing this? And Batman's like, yeah, we're gonna keep doing this. <laughs> and they're about to square up and fight again. Yeah, and that's, yeah, man, it's. Alfred's death just made this more like serious. Like this, there's no stopping now. It wasn't like that wasn't going to scare him anymore. You know, this is fucking Batman. Yeah, this is one of those things. Is like, what was what was Thomas even thinking? I mean, <laughs> he's he, it was a grand plan, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm kind of accepting that this story is revolving around. About this is Batman 
the most thorough nigga. This is literally just a huge and well-written reminder that who you're fucking with. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm totally okay with that. Uh, and I love Catwoman's relationship with him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck shit up. He's about to fight his dad again. Round two. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. I, uh, I'm i done thinking that this is going to be next week's going to be the conclude or the climax. I think there's a bunch of stuff that still has to be handled before Tom King leaves this book. Oh, yeah, that's fine. But like, Which let's, I'm let's wrap at. this fight up, though. Uh, I want to say uh, before. Beat your dad's ass. <laughs> before we go, I want to give a credit to Michael Johnen who did the art for this. Uh, so good, you guys. Uh, yeah, they get Batman's like expressions really well because they're not too like they they balance it well. That's all I can say. Yeah, uh, he's got this weird photorealistic thing going on yes. with how Batman's face looks and all that stuff. That's really well done. It's it pops really well. I think that's what really um it feels like I'm looking at a real picture, like a snapshot of somebody took bringing Batman to life, man. Yeah. Um. But uh, that's all. Uh, Batman, so good. Uh, check it out. With that being said, Brian, randomize this. My Hero Academia. Ooh, My Hero Academia, chapter 250, y'all. Um, this is uh, ending. Uh, it's not the end of My Hero Academia, but that's the name of the chapter. Um, we start with this criminal who's just walking through the streets and is approaching Todor, uh, Endeavor's house and is like, recounting his his uh rec- his uh first meeting of endeavor and basically he was a he's a criminal who was captured by endeavor a long time ago and now he's back for revenge um he seems to inject himself with something with which seems like to be the um the power enhancer that the league of villains tried to get on uh i think that's what it is yeah, yeah, yeah it is I, you know it's funny i did not even notice that when i first read this yeah and he's nice little touch and as he's doing that natsu is leaving uh i guess trying to get a lift out there because he's looking at his phone like damn this uber's late um yeah they uh we get we go back to the todoroki household while for yumi the older sister is explaining that uh natsu and toya were really close when they were kids and uh after he died uh Natsu obviously, understandably, never got over that. Uh, they played together all the time, you know. And uh, he's under the impression he blames Endeavor for his death. Um, it's not surprising. Uh, at that point, that's when Endeavor comes back into the room and is offering to take the boys home. Um, Fuyumi ta- uh, thanks them for being uh, sh- uh, Todoroki's friend, and they uh, and they drive off. Um, Endeavor's like. All right, now you guys got to get stronger quickly. Um, they, they're they uh, expected to show up here, uh, show up at Endeavor's agency uh, two days a week. Uh, you know, you know, standard, like, administrative talk over what's going on. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I, I forgot that they were still going to school. I just thought that they was out there fighting crime every day. Yeah, we don't spend a lot of like time in the classes themselves, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, no, it was cool. I, it was a nice little reminder. Like, oh, yeah, they're not just doing this all day mm-hmm. okay uh as they're driving their uh their driver notices someone in the middle of the road and it's this villain that was stalking them he's got natsu uh in uh captive and uh endeavor at the side of this just like blazes out of his car and is like let him go but um he can't make any sudden moves because natsu is tied up in these rags uh and he's very dangerously close to being killed. Uh, the the villain 
reveals himself to be uh, Ending. His name is Ending. And yeah. He's basically saying, kill me or I'll kill your son. And that's where the chapter ends. This was a short chapter. This was 13 pages long. Um, oh, okay. I was, you know, I was wondering, like, is it just me or was this like a real, like, not much happened? Yeah. That's because there wasn't a lot of pages. Yeah, it's there. a quick one. But, um, yeah, this is an interesting uh, take on it, Will Endeavor, because I don't put it past Endeavor to murder someone. Yeah, right? I, I, <laughs> I don't imagine it's weighing much on his mind, but he does have the kids behind there yeah. watching him. He so. is also a superhero, and I imagine that yeah. there's a... There's... Like, if nobody was watching... <laughs> like my son <laughs> my son I don't give a fuck but that's why I'm not a police officer you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm not that I, I'm I'm not that strong what to be able to hold it is? down hmm? what do you think his uh, ending's quirk is uh, I guess it's being a fucking thirst bucket <laughs> <laughs> like I mean on. I guess it's something it's a variation of even best genius's power where he's able to control some kind of fabric because nah, these are I rags think, I think it's paint it's not painted. Yeah, it? I think it's paint. Oh, like if you're you look right. Yeah, wow, I didn't. If you even... look at like uh, the ground. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Actually, it's like it's the street paint is peeling off. You know what? I didn't Are even you serious? That. Yeah, he's right. I didn't even see it. Look, see the the street paint is being like ripped off as it's getting closer. Oh, I thought it was shit. rags this whole time. And he also uses like a yo sixth yo right. Oh look, look, yeah, the lettuce getting peeled up. That's Whoa, great. What That's the a sick fuck? power, dude. And it makes it uh, like. His costume kind of makes sense because he seems yeah, to be painted yeah, yeah. on his he's face. Yeah, he's painted with all the... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, well yeah. Yeah, I'm interested right. to see where this goes. This is a sick power. That's why uh, he has the arrow. He didn't make the arrow. It was on the street, and he put it up to his face. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Maybe his quirk was lame. Like, he could only, like, just paint really, really well. And then he took his quirk boosted <laughs> power. His quirk and now is he just do all of this extra shit. His quirk is literally just a talent. I imagine that he had like, <laughs> I imagine that like his power was the same. He, he as can just, mix paints with his power very easily <laughs> and without touching it. Yeah, I imagine his power was just this. But now that he took the steroid, it's just way stronger and he's yeah, able to yeah. manipulate. No, yeah, no cap. Yeah, that's probably the, you know he could uh, probably just do it more and faster and stuff. But uh, that was my hero. I'm actually really excited. 13 pages. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Yeah, honestly, my hero Come needs on, more pages. Nigga. It needs like 15 pages. Work harder, Horikoshi. <laughs> uh, in any case, that was my hero. Very fun. Brian Rodwold. Absolute Carnage. Oh, man. Absolute Carnage number five. This is the end, you guys. Um, excuse me. Uh, Absolute Carnage number five. Last we left, well, we opened with a flashback. The first uh, the first p- page is literally just uh, Carnage in his human form just sitting in the ca- cage and is like, would you like to know why you're going to die? And, and this is a flashback to when uh, Eddie Brock and... Uh, Cassidy say, shared a cell and um, Brock is basically like I'm sleeping at the bottom bug because I want to know where you are at all times I'm not turning my back on you I know you a slimy fuck Yo, he said I mean I'm happy for the company but you know they're basically feeding you to me right <laughs> like a mouse to a snake <laughs> oh man and, and you know Eddie Brock he's Man, I don't give a fuck. He's he's not he's not rattled at all, yo. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
Uh, they have a little exchange in the jail cell, and then that's when we cut to the present, where they're two, they're at their strongest forms, fighting each other. Um, there's a lot of fighting going on. Uh, they, they, sh uh, the Avengers are having a little trouble fighting off all of the Carnage zombies, as um, as uh, Cassidy is just taunting Eddie Brock about uh, you're like you're powerless to stop me, blah 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 blah. And um, right when all hope seems lost, who shows up? The characters from the tie-ins, um, Cloak and Dagger and the Lethal Protectors, uh, Moby, Morbius, Deadpool himself, the man. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Captain okay. Marvel. GG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Wait, are you sure it wasn't GG when Hawkeye showed up? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> We'll address that later. Um, in any case, uh, Spider who's this nigga on the right? Morbius. Oh, the one guy with the metal hand. No, yeah, no, Morbius. Who is that? He's a he's the vampire Spider-Man character. He's a vampire in Spider-Man's lore. What? He's a bad guy. I guess he moves in between. He's like one of them guys. Oh, one of those. One of them. Like Venom. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Spider-Man knocks out uh, Osborn at this point in time, and uh, he's like, you're safe, kids, and he just collapses because he's been fighting Osborn for 20 minutes straight. Uh, the, yeah, the Carnage is a really tough character, guys. Mm. Don't forget it. He's not fodder in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, Venom and Carnage end up near uh, near Dylan and the rest. and Oh, no, it, it's just Carnage. Is this Cassidy? Because it comes off of Osborn. And then all it of a does. sudden, Venom is there. Oh, no, I'm bugging out. No, okay, so the Carnage symbiote exits Osborn's body, and I guess he's, like, under control of Cassidy, who's, like, a, while, a little bit away. And uh, he goes straight for Dylan because he is the last piece of the puzzle, the last Codex piece. And um, as he's approaching him, he's like, you're going to die, kid. Give me your Codex. Uh, Dylan unlocks his super secret power and just uh, destroys this Carnage symbiote. Yeah, like explodes him from inside, kind of mm -hmm. like like blood bending a little bit. Yeah, just makes him pop like a fucking grape. He he turned Carnage into a stain. Oh, uh, you know, one of his lackeys anyway. Yeah, and uh, and then he passes out. Yeah, the power is too much for him, and he just passes out after that. Um, and yeah, he didn't turn into like a like a venom creature or nothing, guys. He's still just plain boy, but he used like a psychic blast and had red venom eyes. It was weird. Yeah. We'll um, see what's up with that. Yeah, Cassidy arrives uh, to wherever. Oh, Cassidy and uh, Venom both fall down into exactly the... into that area. Yeah, and then sure, what else? No, no, no. He's still looking for him. Makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah, makes no, sense. he's like literally right yeah. there, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill your son for real because it's me for real this time." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Venom makes a cool Venom sword construct and just tears, just slices Cassidy clean in half and kills him. Uh, but uh, apparently that's that it, they're too late uh, because for some reason uh, the hive is complete. Null is able to break out of his fort of his uh, cage, and he is now free. So they lost in a way. Yeah, he also <laughs> all of those venoms that were kind of like swirling around the planet and kind of like keeping him at bay. They all launched out into the universe. So I don't think the venom stuff is over. It's actually just <laughs> escalated extremely because the final boss has been unlocked and he is Again. Just, yeah, and he is just free. 
So, yeah. But we're not, he's got his Venom Dragon back. But that's a story for another day. The The story ends where um, the day is temporarily saved. They won the battle, but I guess lost the war. Um, yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, Spider-Man takes Dylan, uh, takes Normie home. And, uh, you know, no, uh, Brock finally sits down with Dylan. And they're just sitting there just like, hey, are you okay? And, he's, and Dylan is just traumatized. And the uh, issue ends where Dylan's like, did you say I was your son? <laughs> yeah. Cut to absolute they, carnage. I like how they man. both had the same facial expression. That's a, that's a nice little touch like by the artist. How What they're trying to do is because he's saying, did he say I was your son? And then they had the same face, like the same kind of facial reaction, kind of like cementing the fact that, oh, yeah, look at the resemblance. They both are like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and both handle things the same way. And so this is the end of uh, Absolute so... Carnage. Um, Even the head shape, look, yeah, sure. and everything, the eyes. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Before before you before you say this, before you say whatever you're gonna say, Eddie Brock and Peter Parker have have a have a nice embrace. Oh yeah, they have a cool at the end moment. of the conflict. Yeah, and he's like, dude, uh, thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're the fucking best, man. I owe you, I owe you so much. And Spider Man's like, you know, that's what I do, bro. I'm fucking Spider Man. Don't even worry about it. We good, right? And yeah. Brock's like, yeah, we good. <laughs> Absolute carnage. Take care uh, of your son. This was. This was. I a, love how it. I like how it switches. Like they say, oh, so you're my dad. And he said, did you say he was my son? Boom! Absolute carnage. <laughs> I like that. I was. Yeah. And then they got this newspaper. I did not read all of this. Neither man. did I. Oh man, I was kind of hoping I could get the. Neither did I. You didn't read anything of it. No. Ah. Oh. I never Brian, read. Can you read it and then let us know? Oh my god, it's probably not that big a deal. Please, but that was absolute carnage. Uh, what, what, what do you want to know? Nothing. Just read Brian. it and then let us know if anything important comes from it. Uh, this was a great event. Uh, the tie-ins uh, hit and miss greatly. Greatly. Uh, but overall, the main series is pretty great. You could probably read it and the Amazing Spider-Man and Venom tie-ins. Yeah, yeah. And be set. And just yeah, you don't you don't gotta worry about the other ones. They will literally repeat what happened anyway. And if it they don't repeat what happened, it didn't matter. Yeah. Cause guess what reading all those times led to? Oh, mm-hmm. your character that you was following in that one panel coming to mm-hmm. save the day. Yeah. It was worth it. No, it's not. It's not. Um Yeah, you know what? Uh this might be one of the events where I, I literally go back and just read it. Like in a, in that order, you know, mm-hmm. from the t- from the, the from the relevant tie-ins to the main series, just in one swoop. Yeah, because I think spacing this one out kind of was just like it was yeah. a, it was a race, but it was like a prolonged race, so it's kind of annoying. You're just like, all right, I want to get to the point and the bloody fight. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll tell you what. This is a kind of disjointed event. Uh, if you want to look over this whole story, I'm there's some good to it. But it's not worth it overall. Uh, the coolest thing from the other tie-ins are the variant covers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, once again, if you guys really, if you want to follow the story, read the main series, the Venom tie-ins, and the Amazing Spider-Man tie-ins. Those are really only the only ones that matter. Uh, but this is a great event. The art is so good, man. Ryan Stegman kills it in uh, this, man. Update this- on the newspaper. It was just J. Jonah talking mad shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying how. It was Spider-Man's fault or something. It was know. Spider-Man and Venom's, Venom's fault. fault yeah. And the regular people of America are the real heroes. <laughs> That's pretty much. On brand, saying. I guess. Um, but that was uh, that was absolute carnage. Fun event. Pick it up if you can. Uh, Brian, randomize. 
Boruto. <laughs> Boruto, chapter 40, the invisible jutsu. Um, we start off uh, in Konoha. Uh, Sasuke is being healed by Sakura. Uh, Shikamaru's like, what the fuck is going on here? My, <laughs> everything's going to shit so fast. So Nar- uh, Naruto's gone. Shikamaru's hurt. <laughs> I mean, Sasuke. The kids bounced. <laughs> Yeah, and the kids are in the in this no control this weird barren dimension, and they're looking on uh this guy I forget his name, uh bad guy big bad guy Yemi. one an Akatsuki member but not the leader yeah uh, Kara for intended purposes Kara no I said Akatsuki for a fucking reason <laughs> same thing you get it bad guy group one one of the members uh, not gonna be the final boss not at all. But uh, basically, he's like, look at these kids. I'm going to fuck you up. Uh, and uh, he's, I'll be confident as well. I mean, you know, he's a grandmaster and they're just children. Yeah. He uh, he holds Naruto's thing over his head like, the seventh Okage is here and he's alive. Uh, Kawaki confirms that Naruto is alive in this weird rice cooker thing. I can sense it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't sense it with my p- karma powers. Um. But uh, it turns out to be bait because then this big guy disappears and uh, he uses lava jutsu to uh, separate the kids. But it turns out uh, Kawaki is able to absorb it all. Uh, With his? That's a thing that Otsuki can do. Oh my god, we're not saying Yeah, we know. I know, I'm just saying. That's the thing they can do. They was like, hmm, we made them... I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> uh, what can we do more than the Renegon? What yeah. can be the next? All right. All right. That's it. Yeah. So they're just absorbing lava left and right. Uh, Boruto and Kawaki. And um, they start, they try to fight. Uh, I think his name is Bora. Actually. Uh, sure. I'm just going to call him Bora. Because okay. that's what I remember it to be. Uh so, and Boruto hits him with the uh, Rasengan, and he's like, wow, that, <laughs> that's the Rasengan. That actually hurt. And uh, Kawaki's just like, why are you standing there? <laughs> we got to keep fighting him. And uh, yeah, right, keep the pressure up. You see him healing. Yeah. What the fuck you think this is? So they're beating on him and beating on him. It's not really having an effect because he is strong. Oh, it, wait, hold on. It's Boro, not Bora. Oh, okay, there you go. I was close. Um but uh, then all of a sudden, at some point, Boruto and Kawaki just collapse uh, because he's got this weird black mist jutsu that uh, neither Boruto nor Kawaki can absorb. And I guess it seems for to be, whatever reason, I guess it seems to be draining them of their chakra or whatever. I don't know. I like how um how Sakura's daughter. What's her name again? Uh, Sarada. So <laughs> I like. <laughs> I like how sorry guys, excuse me. <laughs> I like how Serata kind of like watches him weave the signs and doesn't really say anything to them. But I guess they're in combat, so she can't really interrupt them. I think she is. She does say stuff. No, no. Eventually, like, she does. She's like, yeah, like, but no. She says it has had like they. Why can't they absorb it using karma? They've never had an issue with any other jutsu. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, what did she think? <laughs> I guess this is his karma power. I oh, guess. they all have con- Oh, what if he yeah. laced? What if he laced his chakra with uh with some fucking like r- roofies? <laughs> chakra <laughs> like nanotechnology <laughs> jutsu roofies. Yeah, isn't that them- what the other girl was like? The, the the other chick that Naruto struggled against Delta. Yeah, this wasn't she like an android 
or like use yeah, some type of. That's probably what it is. It's probably just enhanced ninja tool. Well, they're all androids. This guy's got some weird ventilation stuff going on in his head. Um, oh, I didn't peep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, there, Kawaki and Boruto are just about finished when uh, Mitsuki comes in, and uh, he he also he just literally falls into the same trap as them. Uh, he tries to fight him, but it's not enough. Eventually, he succumbs. It to looks him. really cool. Watching yeah, him fight. He does some Orochimaru snake stuff that I missed. Yeah, I don't miss Orochimaru. I just miss the combat. Yeah, his fights were always fire. Yeah, Mitsuki has some cool moves, uh, but it's not enough. No, 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 not even close. But that's when Serata comes in. And is like, I'm just gonna throw a rock at you because that works. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> not chakra. She picks up a so. huge chunk of fucking mountain and just chucks it at him. Let's go, Serata. Yeah, I love Serata. <laughs> she's like the smartest one. Oh easily. yeah, because Mitsuki she's walked in. She's like, the captain of this team right now, and I'm so for that. Yeah, because Sakura was not. She literally. <laughs> I like Serata. You're right. Yeah, she's dope. Because like all I'll three read of this these series just for her. All three of these, yeah, she is. I think my favorite character in this series, actually. Uh, but I'll say that, like, all these kids are just like that. Jutsu didn't work. Let me use more jutsu. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that. Yeah, and she's like, let's. She tells them the. She 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 facilitates them uh, retreating, and then you know Kawaki's like, oh, why we run away? And she's like, cause y'all niggas was getting our ass whooped. Y'all were getting washed. I threw a whole fucking bowl at this nigga, and he shrugged it off. You serious? We gotta figure something out. We can't My just boulder? run out there with our dicks out. <laughs> My boulder throw was more fucking valuable than your dumb fucking lightning snake. So shut up. Yeah, let's figure something out. Man. And the chapter ends with Serata being like, we're going to move as a unit because this is what Naruto was about. Cell 7. Cell 7. Gang gang. Gang gang. Let's get it. Yeah, I was. Oh man, Baruto's been uh, was decent this week. Yeah, I'm I don't want to say it has been decent. It's been interesting. This was a decent chapter, okay? Because they didn't just win by being best friends and trying hard. Yeah, <laughs> like this was. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for the next month. Uh, this is the uh, this is the first time I've been excited for Boruto. Uh, I'm. Uh, I didn't say all of that. <laughs> I'll I'll give you this. Uh, this I feel like this arc is gonna be like the make or break arc. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be the true test of whether Borto can stand on its own. It was broken already, bro. This is the, <laughs> are you, can you come back and, and, and somehow make a return? Yeah. Is this some They'll come way? back. You I know, guess. you know what I think Boruto was falling victim to when it first came out. Being whack. Like, you know what no, <laughs> no. They're like getting the 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 like what do you call that shit? Is <laughs> it clear? Oh, uh, um, I think defibrillator. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> That's what he's doing I think right they were now. trying to do the same thing Dragon Ball Super was doing, where it's like they tried to they tried really hard to like base the manga around the the movies, or like they tried to do this prolonged fucking um like this this prolonged link between the movies and the comic books and the anime and it just didn't work they didn't do it properly so the series ended up falling flat but now that it's on its own trajectory right now like its own nah, story even like after even after it pulled away from the movie stuff i was not impressed um it's getting me now i feel i'm i'm not saying that it can't but like it and it's starting to get me now i'm happy that it's starting to get yeah me i now. feel like this is starting to run me a little bit of like naruto stuff like pre hold on flashback <laughs> just a little bit like the, the way that they're like you know there's more strategy to things well we'll see because this is where it's gonna lie on how the strat i feel like that's what they're setting up is this is gonna be a more strategical battle and i hope yeah. that's the case so that's boruto uh, i'm rooting for it yeah serata snake boy and Serata. these other guys they should this series should be called serata 
honestly. <laughs> yeah, Boruto right. is not as interesting as Serata. No, I don't care. I, I don't even want care for him to develop. I don't even <laughs> I don't care about karma <laughs> or none of that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, so that was Boruto. Brian, bring us back to the States. Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Were you going to say something? Yeah. <laughs> you ripped your headphones off in dramatic fashion. Yeah. That's Listen, I I, I'm, try- I'm trying to make cues where I could talk to you off the mic and, and mention something. Why don't you just... <laughs> what is it? What are we going to say? I was going to explain how uh, karma is like, you know, like it, there was Sharingan, then it can do all these things. And then it was just like, all right, let's just make it the running gong because you can do more. Yeah. And then it turned into the super running gong. Yeah. Sharingan. And now this karma. Yeah. It just absorbs all jutsu and does all these other things. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah, next I, time I, we, I tell, just... we bring up Borto. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got to save 2099 because we all care about that timeline. Amazing Spider-Man number three. Sarcasm, I don't. I don't care about you, Miguel. <laughs> Sorry. It's a little harsh. Sorry, Miguel. He's going to be in uh, the next Miles movie. I know. But Maybe uh, he'll be cool in that movie. I like the idea of Spider Man 2099. I just don't give a shit about 2099 in, in general ch- either. Ch- check it out. Check it out, guys, because I'm going to skip way ahead. Um, I like how he explains to Peter Parker that, listen, the reason that my reality's in in trouble is because I'm just a direct future from your reality, not a different reality where. There has been plenty of examples of separate realities being the case of divergent timelines. Like, they just basically try to kind of like run and say, wait, 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 this is a legit issue because such and such. Yeah. When you got to do that to make you care about something, like put a huge fucking Band-Aid over your writing, I don't, can you... Can you articulate this better for Here's, me if you okay. can, if you understand what I'm trying to say? Well, let's go through it, I right. guess. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get um, there. Spider-Man 2099 is running around. We, he's getting his memory back slowly. Uh, his The future is in trouble, and he goes up to Doom 2099, and uh, he's like, look, man, this ain't my fault. <laughs> and <he's> like, <laughs> That's the first thing he says before <laughs> he even says anything. I know him. what you're thinking. <laughs> uh. But then uh, apparently, I don't know, I guess that's doubtful even because he steps into this time thing and he's like, maybe maybe he was lying to me. <laughs> but that it was too late. He was already sending him back in time. So uh, Peter's been talking over this new character. I, I think uh, his name is Daniel or something. A super smart student that yeah. created a whole multiverse in the pocket of the Yeah, his, he makes a machine that is uh, a small little handheld machine that allows you to... Uh, look into divergent timelines to see and uh, make the timeline you want happen, I guess. Whoa. That's okay, totally I not going to backfire at all. Not at all. Um, but so yeah. he, it's a looking glass more that, more so than... Uh, yeah. Okay, I thought he created it like Franklin did, just with technology. Else. Yeah, you can't you can't travel to different dimensions using this. You can only see into them. Uh, and he, cool. he enlists Peter's help in order to m- actually put it into, like, improve on it. Um, meanwhile, at this point, that's when, uh, the hitman takes his shot and seemingly assassinates Dr. Doom. And, uh, Spider-Man is on the scene. He's heading over there and, um, he's like, everybody's panicking right now, but when they see what I'm about to do, they're going to be so relieved. Uh, and it turns out the, the, the Doom that was assassinated was a Doom bot. 
obviously. Yeah, Doctor- Spider-Man proves it to everybody and the lackeys that round him. By ripping off his head. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Doom is upset. He's like, did you just try to assassinate me? And Spider-Man's like, no. <laughs> nah, he no. knows it wasn't Peter. No, he knows it wasn't Peter, but he's like. He does tell him to get the fuck off my back because I got to punish this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what you're going to do, Spider-Man, and I ain't trying to hear it. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> he, tried to, he shot my robot. <laughs> he said he didn't assassinate me, but he thought he was, and that's an offense. That is. Yeah, you have erred. <laughs> you have erred greatly. <laughs> greatly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's when these big, the big Hulk monsters from earlier start to show up and uh, come comp- uh, and uh, because they're yeah, they chasing, chasing Miguel, Miguel because he Miguel. landed in a Raxion area and um, Miguel puts up a force field and he's like, "All right, time for exposition." Uh, I came here because I am I, uh, my future's in trouble again, okay. and uh, I, and this ain't just like another alternate universe. My future belongs to this universe, so. You gotta help me out because if my future's fucked, your future's fucked in theory. Uh, and uh, I guess he uses his ultimate technique to get these guys off of him. I don't know. He does a weird explosion thing. Oh no, he doesn't. He just explodes and disappears. Miguel does. Yeah. And uh, weird time space. Wait, he explodes. Then yeah, it was a time sp- time space explosion. Yeah, oh. he's. Yeah. I think he's just gone back to the future that's my theory is that he's not going to stick around for this arc but he is just here to warn peter that shit's about to go down here back to the future huh mm-hmm. uh and fighting for 2099 yeah and uh at this point he has no time to worry about that because dr doom unleashes a hell of a lot of doom bots on new york and he's like i'm gonna fuck you up new york <laughs> Yeah, right. Did he, he say that? The people. He's like, because one of you thought y'all could, I'm going to make sure that no one, I'm going to use everyone here as an example. And I'm just like, Doom, New York, nigga? Come on, I, stop it. It's, it's, Not only is the Fantastic Four here, the niggas that always stop you, but all these other guys is here too. Well, that's it's kind of consistent Everybody. with Doom's character is that he doesn't give a Fuck. He's no, like he doesn't. He's like Kingpin in that way where he just can't he can't handle disrespect. Yeah, he's here yeah, and the, the smallest slight. He said I'm still a scared boy. I'm going to boy. invade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to invade New York because I'm still a scared little boy. And then I'm insecure. <laughs> How dare you shoot my doombot? <laughs> Just imagine all the fucking delays all the trains are going to have. Oh, it's a wrap. That's so I fucking mean, a wrap. To be fair, Spider-Man's New York is probably fucked anyway. Because oh, so always. Many I would never there. drive. Oh. Ooh. They're still around. Ew. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be the event of the year. Whenever that happens, that <laughs> is going, I'm telling you, it's gonna, Hickman's going to write about it. It's going to be that serious. Yeah, Spider-Man's ultimate enemy, the MTA. Everyone's enemy. It's going to be a crisis event. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the Avengers trying Every, to fight the MTA. Everybody's late to it's work. It's gonna be a twelve-part <laughs> series too, and all of that. Not six. I'm actually kind of down. Everyone's late to work, Shoot and the down. fair just keeps on rising. <laughs> oh man! But that was a uh, Spider-Man. Uh, this is a good issue overall. I mean, what Josh was saying about like the future thing. It's it's kind of just introducing stakes. It's kind of the thing you have to do in your story. Um. I I don't I also don't care for this twenty ninety nine shit. I'm not buying the time. I'm I'm sorry guys. I'm not going through the tie-ins. I just got back from tie-in hell. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early to go back. Yeah, no, I'm not encouraging it either. Like, 
Um, we'll keep reading Spider-Man. Yeah, we'll keep up with Amazing Spider-Man, but I'm not dealing with this other 2099 The funny shit. thing is I looked on the list for Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man just to see, like, you know, if they would. I know it's supposed to be a series that's not complicated, but that doesn't mean they can't toss in a crossover kind of like how they did with the Immortal Hulk, you know? Yeah. Where they just kind of did their own thing. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I would like to see different... I feel like that's like one of the strengths of the Spider-Man books, of there being multiple ones, is mm-hmm. when they kind of put it all together. But whatever, twenty ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, this- Miguel! Miguel! Come back! <laughs> this is a decent issue. I'm not mad at it. Um, I've I've liked this uh this run overall, so I'm not going to shout out it for like a mediocre arc. You know, you're just going to have those sometimes. Um, with that being said, <laughs> Brian. Brian <Abbas. laughs> the Promised Neverland. Ooh. The Promised Neverland, chapter 158. The reason I was born. Um, he uh, we open with Mujica just thinking back of her existence. Uh, she's like, I was always different from someone. No matter what I ate, my form didn't change. Uh, even if I didn't he- eat humans, I didn't lose my shape or intellect. I was the mir- miracle child. Uh, but then, like with all that worship, there also came people who were who would come after her and try to eat her as well because of her special properties. Um, but, uh, she was able to save this villager, the, this village from starvation, but everyone was killed and she's the only survivor. Uh, so yeah, she's just been going through life just trying to help people, uh, trying to understand her purpose and why she's so different. Uh, she has no answers for that yet, but, um, we cut back to the present, uh, Queen La Grava Lima is, uh, is just about to strike her fucking face off. And uh, she's like, why are you so desperate to fulfill your hunger? And that just stops the queen in her tracks for some reason. Uh, and she's like, oh, an introspective question where I must reflect on my actions? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess that, I don't know. It's because she knows that she's about to talk some wild shit. <laughs> I don't need you to blow my mind now, little girl. I'm here to, I need to eat. Um. Yeah, but that's when Sanju comes in and breaks them up. Um, and she's like, fall back, boy. I got this. Um, and they start talking. They just, I'm like, this is a weird break in the action. Why would, I don't think she would just talk like this. But she just, I guess the queen is susceptible to talking shit in any circumstance. And um, yeah, she's basically like, what do you truly want? What are you afraid of? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of just, questioning her motives is like why are you even doing this and um the queen is like i'm better than everyone that's why i deserve all the food and stuff and uh now i'm gonna kill you and she's like no you're not you're already dead and then she just explodes uh okay so i knew that her fucking face looked like something right do you remember this guy Oh my god. Lima bean? The lima bean monster. Oh my god. Queen lima bean? I haven't thought of the lima beans in. Because her head looks like a fucking bean. Like, just, it's just plain and blank with a mouth. Queen lima bean head. And then in this picture right here, she's just like, with her bean ass head. (laughs) Her bean ass head. (laughs) I'm better than you. I'm gonna eat you too. Yeah. But, uh, Queen Lima Bean head explodes, <laughs> yeah. and 
you know, she's I apparently she's defeated by perspective. <laughs> and Deuce Ex Machina, <laughs> the power of the perspective of the bourgeoisie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then all the people that she put down and ate started yelling in her face. Yeah. She's an intense headache and she died. Yeah, she's uh she's overeating and that's why she's blowing up right now. Um kind of a wet her fart greed, of an MD. <laughs> yeah, her greed was her downfall. I'm all okay with the message. I just thought Promised Neverland was deeper than this and better than that. Yeah. Uh yeah. Kind of a wet fart of an ending for this so, fight. Uh this is one of those situations where I'm just like Please make this better in whatever amount of time you have left. <laughs> because if it was like one more chapter after this, ay ay ay, yeah. I thought there was going to be a thing where the big three kids like had to put their heads together to figure it out. Yeah, a- make no mistake, this has been whack, and that <laughs> something like that better happen. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how many issues is left, but I hope he has enough to. I mean, the chapter ends with her full page spread just melting and uh, Mujica just being like, goodbye, your majesty, the queen, Legravalima. Legravalima bean. Dude, I don't know. This was a real bummer. Bad chapter. I guess they're setting up this girl to be the next queen, right? I guess. I guess. But, I mean, I know that Promise Neverland was never really a battle manga but wow but it did turn into one and guess what the worst kind too like mm-hmm. whoa i didn't think it was gonna just flip i thought it was gonna grow into one not just completely flip and say okay yeah. no more smart and thinking just <laughs> fighting you gotta stop stuff. getting your hopes up for things to turn into battle manga no no no, no you know it's, it's only happened I, once you know what <laughs> yeah it only happened once <laughs> and i wasn't even expecting it but 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 no, I seriously though, without they having it, it transitioning into anything, it's just it's been bad. It, it's not the same as it was. Even after Graceville, it was still pretty smart and high stakes. It was mm-hmm. literally once they went off to that pond, that was it. Yeah, like that. I mean, for the last few chapters, it's actually been consistently good up to this point. I don't agree. What do you mean? I think it's been whack. You liked it. You said. I've been trying to be excited about it because, you know, I really liked the series beforehand and I was picking it up and I was like, yo, this is literally going to be the next. This is going to be big three and it's just a flop, man. Yeah, I don't know. It hasn't been as good as the first arc, obviously. Uh, the first arc is just not kind of even close. Like a really high and that's bar. It's worth mentioning. It's not enough to say that it hasn't been as good. It has not even been close to as good. In yeah, my I opinion. don't know. I was fine with this last arc. I thought it was doing okay and it. It just came crashing down with this one. This was a. W- I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I I don't know where this is gonna go from here. Uh, we'll we'll have to see. Maybe it can recover somehow. This, but because I think the writer is smart enough, I just feel like I think there's just I if if I'm gonna put a theory on it, I think he wrote himself into a corner, making her so strong and. These kids don't have superpowers. Mean, it would have been it would have been cool if they figured out that the more she ate, the more unstable she got. So they like lure like they just lure her around, getting her to eat dead bodies and shit until a point where like like you know tactical shit. Like exactly like who cares how the fuck they went about it? I don't. It doesn't really matter. It matters how it happened and how it happened was I'm strong and I'm beating everyone. And I'm fighting, and ah, this thing I did backfired. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not great. 
It's uh, real bummer. No thinking involved. Nothing intense. Like it would be cool if one of those kids died in there, and then that's how they see like slight like disturbances in her body or something. And they're like, wait a second. Every time she eats something, she goes unstable. Nothing. Or something. Like nothing. Even Black Clover has been more thought provoking, I guess, or, or or deeper. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Uh, yeah, we were bummed out by this. Um. That was that was promised Neverland. I don't want to like, holy it. shit! Like it's like reading an American comic in black and white. Boo! <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. Um. Anyway, that was promised Neverland. Brian, bring us back. <laughs> Flash forward. Ooh. Flash forward number three. Right. This is number three. Um. The issue starts. You tell you say the name of the issue, then I'm going to say what the title really is. Flash forward number three. It's not. They don't have a name for the. Well, that's fine because I'll name it for you. This is Christian respect Wally West and his development. I never, I never didn't. I no, no, no. That's what the name of the chapter is. This whole it was meant for you. I'm going to tell you this. This whole series, I've been really open. <laughs> I have not been slamming shit. So don't come at me, bruh. I won't come at I'm, well, you Don't know. Come what? At me, I'm sorry if I gave you the impression I was coming at you. I'm just saying, like, th- reading this, I was just like, yeah, if Chris doesn't like feel better after this, then uh, that's there's nothing that we can do for him in Wally West. <laughs> uh, this issue starts off in Earth 43. Uh, the uh, the events of Justice League have even reached over to this miniseries. Yeah, and, cool. Uh, and I like how it's not even really. He doesn't even mention it, but it's 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 enough to just see it in the sky. Yeah, uh, I like it. Wally has been in this uh, universe that is Justice League, but make it vampire. Um, and evil. Yeah. Vampires are evil vampire. Uh, Inherently? Yeah, they they try to fight. Wally, the entire Justice League has seemed to be turned into vampires. And Wally's like, fuck. <laughs> He's just been fighting Superman, who has like a V on his chest instead of an S. For vampire man. <laughs> you know the S on his chest does not stand for Superman. It's a Kryptonian symbol. Well, the V on the chest. <laughs> and you know what? When they first made Superman, the S literally was for Superman. Yeah. <laughs> that was just retcon. No, I just thought it was kind of funny. It's just like they literally put a V on him. For House Vamp. of Vamp. Yeah, House of Vamp. <laughs> um, Think he sparkles in the daylight? Probably. I hope so. Um He's literally knocked into wood by by Wally West, who is getting stronger and stronger. His powers are becoming more broken as it goes. He's able to pun- He's able to combine a hundred punches into one punch. <laughs> Basically, uh, I mean, and he did it so fast, you know. Yeah, he's able Wally to punch speed so fast. is also his his awareness is growing as well. Like he's able to think about two things at a really fast pace at the same time. That's mm-hmm. how. So he didn't, you know, he 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 beats, you know. He, he, didn't, he didn't beat Superman in a battle to the death of, of raw strength against strength. He just kind of knocked, you know, kind of caught him and, oh, he overpowered him for a moment. And then he used that to uh, put him in a coffin of wood or. Yeah, a, he just knocks him into of, some wood. And because wood is the weakness of vampires. Yeah, yeah that's the Superman's just like. <laughs> yeah, he builds this thing really fast around him where he can't move or he'll get stabbed. Is that what wood. he did? That's pretty yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, a little like all the spikes around him. So, <laughs> so he wait, can't wait, do wait. Anything so he mad. went to like Home Depot and just. Kept... No, he just used the wood around him and went and went berserk. And, and just... No, he knocks him into a box and he just notices the box is there. And he's just like. Made of wood. <laughs> 
Hold that. And, so uh, yeah, Superman is out. He can't move. But he, then he runs into vampire Barry Allen, and uh, they start fighting. You know, there's also a vampire kid with a hat. I don't know who this is. Why who? is everybody a vampire? That, that's, that's just, just what happened. Dracula. Oh, it's just that universe. Yeah. Okay. Wally Bat- has Batman been... turned into a, a vampire to beat Dracula, and then he—that was it. He just was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm gonna be evil yeah, too." Yeah, that's actually <laughs> literally what happened. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be evil too, I guess. Yeah. Wally's about to go down at the head. Oh, that's why he did those things. Okay, I'm. A... <laughs> yeah. He uh, he he gets grabbed by the Flash, and he's just Flash is like, "I'm gonna suck your blood now." But then, who saves him, Josh? <laughs> oh, this is your favorite series. I you came out swinging for this series. Oh yeah, Wally West. Even <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I play. I play. <laughs> so your boy Arsenal pulls up, and because nobody else but Christian Espinal <laughs> knows who Arsenal is, everybody knows who's Arsenal. including myself. As of um, it's Red Arrow. As of who? Red Arrow. I don't know who that is, but Brian, basically you know who he's he is. The, yeah, yeah, right. Basically Arrow. he's one of Wiley's friends. I guess he was a Titan or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and, he was a Titan. And um He was murdered Wally by Wally. Wally killed him in the in, in the event. Remember that? Yep. <laughs> I remember that. And I was okay with him being that Wiley wasn't. So he you know, it's a big deal for him to see him. It's a it's a real big deal. Yeah, but. after Wally saves uh after uh Roy Harper the Red Arrow saves Wally West from Yes, Flash. because he was able to shoot the Flash <laughs> with arrows. Yeah, right. No, it's okay. It's okay. It makes sense because you know he was getting he was he was occupied with Wally, and I guess I mean, he was dude, making him not. He move. got him. This is a very good series, and you know no, nothing in it is disputable at all. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like the main dude. You know what? I do respect Wally's journey. Getting saved by Arsenal, that's such a big, pivotal moment. So he defeats Barry Allen <laughs> the Flash with his bow and arrow skills, the vampire version of it, by the way. And he says, thank you, Arsenal, for defeating me with your arrow. Thank you. Thank you, Arrow Man, for hitting me with your arrows. With regular. such skill and precision. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't happy that he was being freed and, and not a vampire and could finally No, he thanks Wally. He was so impressed by the fact that he could do that. <laughs> and he was happy that before he leaves his plan of existence, he was able to witness something so special. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. That's how I interpreted it. I'm not saying that's exactly what happened. So, but so, if, I, if I had to guess and put my money on it, that's... That's that. Yeah, that's what it would. Be. That's not what happens. So how Wally, <laughs> Barry's last words are Wally, thank you. So how many times this year oh, has an? But arrow he should man... be thanking at Arsenal. He really should be. But yeah. how, how many times this year has an Arrow Man saved the saved the world? Way more times than sh- it should ever have been possible. <laughs> no, an accurate sure. amount of times. This is a very good series, and it's <laughs> nothing. VGS. VGS. All right. Um, very good series. So yeah, there's a lot of weird, awkward interactions with them because like they're they're palling around being friends. And, and I guess uh, Wally West was Wally's just like a homosexual. Oh, what? This time? What? No. Did they have a gay relationship. No. When did that? No. Happen? What? Where did you get that? No. Doesn't he have like two kids? No. Yeah. When did you get that? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just best friends. Mm. I mean, let's not get into sexual identity. I'm being bitter right now. Yeah, unless they, and you know what? It's wrong. they didn't even do anything to suggest that they were in a relationship. You're just mad. Why is it, wait, wait. Why I gotta be mad by by implying that? My bad. What's wrong with someone being gay? Why does that have to be negative? There's nothing wrong with being gay, but so that's why just not what happened. Why y'all on my shit? Why y'all coming at me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> me just saying something like this that. is the discussion of this issue has gotten crazy. You guys are ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ignorant. I mean, they haven't had a relationship. Look, it guys, would be cool if they did. The Speed Force yeah. doesn't so discriminate. They're just friends. They're just friends. They're buddies. 
No, they're totally gay. <laughs> um, so um yeah now now that Brian's done fantasizing over their sexualities. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're talking over it, and as they're having their conversation, Wally's just deep down like, "Ooh, I killed him!" Like, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe I'm talking to him right now. He was dead. Uh, I totally murdered him by accident and tried to cover up his death. <laughs> I'm such a good guy. <laughs> Redemption. Not yet. Just uh, wait. Yeah, they go to the Batcave for some reason, and they find no, that's where the multiversal energy was coming from, and that's where they find Vampire Batman, who is. <laughs> <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> Who is better than all the other superheroes, obviously. Uh, he manages to, ch- like, slice Roy down the gut. And, Wait. But not like <laughs> one of those slashes where they're like, oh, I'm hurt right now, but go on without me. I got to heal this wound. Like, I guess this is the slash that killed him. Yeah. Um, one of those... One of those rare mortal wounds in comics. <laughs> yeah. So Wally's, yeah. Wally's like, Roy! And then Batman and Wally are about to square up. But then the very next panel, the, Batman is just in a nuclear reactor now. No, Wally phases him into the nuclear reactor. And he's like, I don't want to kill you because you're still my bud. There's literally no transition between the two. No, he's panel look, one. He says it. He panel, says no, he it. says it. Uh-huh. He says it. I'm just saying there's no, there's no so transition wait, wait, between wait, wait, wait. actions. So well, look here. Ah, yeah. They're about to square up. In a reactor. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, squared up. Still squared up. Nope. Phasing him now. <laughs> no. It happened between these two panels. No. Square up. Phasing him now. Square up. First panel. He's already in the reactor. See, hey, do this. <laughs> he was phasing him in. He's really fast, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's bullshit. I'm not saying oh, that okay. it doesn't make sense. I'm so, just saying no action at all. Just quick, like, quick. Why didn't yeah, you do this so early? Batman killed uh, Harper real quick, then he put him in a nuclear rack. Quick question. So, uh, Batman, so Arsenal, the guy Vampire who can, Batman. Arsenal can react to people moving, at, like, he can react to the Flash. Yes, the fastest he, character <laughs> in the history of probably all fiction. Am so I right he, or wrong? And he can't react to Vampire Batman. Yeah. Is Batman, no, yeah, that's the point I was trying to well, make. Well, because Batman's like, really he, smart. <laughs> and he he's playing right. for Roy Harper. Even as a vampire, he has a plan. He may be a bow and, and his arrow plan shooter, was, I'm going to slash Roy Batman. in the gut. Yeah, but how is he? Uh, you know what? Comic books. I'm not even going to. There's levels to this shit. There's the normal <laughs> superheroes. Then you've got like the Omega levels, right? And then you have the arrow shooters. <laughs> and then you have Batman. <laughs> that's true. And then the Beyond. That's an accurate tier. That's, that's how, yeah, that's how it works for me. Um, but yeah, Batman's in the nuclear reactor and Roy is dead again because Wally was unable to save him for the second time. <laughs> can you please give, can you please talk about the exposition? I'm being, I'm being, I'm just trolling Precious. you, bro. Yeah, I mean, it also, he, not only did he beat Roy Harper's expert, like, Flash style fucking reaction. elite bow and arrowing he also beat the flashes fucking reaction speed as well doesn't he see everything in slow motion yes <laughs> but you know you gotta kill roy to give wally character development basically yeah. what he, him dying roy was actually able to talk to him and say listen bro i'm a fucking hero man and this is how we go out like we bound to get killed one way or the other even though <laughs> and, he t- and no 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 because wally listen man it, while he did, all right, all right. The wrong, which he had to pay for, and is doing this whole multiversal shit as an extension of that. That's probably why he didn't get Barry Allen because he needed someone with this intense, 
emotional strife. Whatever. They're gonna we're, we're gonna see why it has to be wild, right? <laughs> but <laughs> the adult, I'll tell you this. What you see? I will make this point. I'm fine. I'm good with this. This yeah. is a good issue. No, to you me. do all jokes aside, you do understand what you're saying, right? Yes. Like, but was, like you can't beat yourself over it happening. But, and him beating himself over it was why he led to those actions of him doing those evil deeds. But Roy was not killed in a I put on this mask so I'm dead context. <laughs> he was literally in a in a, a therapy session essentially as a hero I will amongst s- other superpowered people like he that's says to- when you put on the mask he, which he did not have on at the yes time. he did well he wasn't fucking crime fighting and he at was the time. in he was in uniform <laughs> they were all in uniform exactly they're all heroes there that does not and mean the that they were stuff- in a- a- they were in active duty they were in like Okay, so, so if a supervillain was to come and attack them, like Lex Luthor was to pull up, and, and he found out about this sanctuary and was like, yeah, I'm here to murder all of y'all. So they're in sanctuary, and they get killed, that's that? Like What? What I'm trying to say <laughs> is they are heroes, no. and they always have a target on their back one way or another. Yeah, at, they're uh, putting their I would hope that it he wasn't said, one of their best friends ever. I'm saying that <laughs> he felt the... All right, the reason... This is... Tom King's story wasn't trying to say that, oh, it's okay what Wally did. It was about no, it's the not. reason why people do these and how someone like Wally West, a symbol of hope, someone that was so pure before, I how all it. of the trauma, right? You get it. How the I trauma what the forced him to make these is. bad decisions. And that's what he learned. I get here. what they did. It's just like, this is not reconciling the right thing. Roy's, Roy's words to him in this moment are not. It's not in the same context. It would be one thing if they were in battle and then Wally's power went crazy and, and killed him. That's one thing. Wally was killed. Roy was killed in a context of this is not supposed to. Ha- they weren't in active duty. Even if Lex Luthor showed up, then Lex Luthor is just as responsible as Ra- Wally would be in killing everyone. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's just like I, I'm not mad at this series at all. I'm. I still respect the development and what they're going for here. I can accept what they're doing. Wally here. West was totally responsible for that. Uh, and you know what? My fault if I made it. If I tried to imply as if that wasn't really the case, I guess. I mean, I, I, you already said that you you have accepted that what Wally did is redeemable. Yeah, I guess, and I, I guess I don't know why I was operating under the intent. Yeah, like I've it. never thought it wasn't redeemable. Yeah. I always said it was just going to be difficult. It's gonna. It's hard. And I don't, this wasn't enough. I I don't envy the right the position that King put. I, and you know what? There was a story that came out that Tom King didn't even want to use Wally. So I'm I I don't envy the position that whatever DC editors wanted to go down with Wally. Whatever happened there, because it wasn't Tom King. He said he didn't want to use Wally, but he had to. It's just funny because the arc made sense yeah. still. You know, a good saying? writer can make sense of anything. You know, but, but even if you think about what, all right, yeah, it's yeah. just we. It, yeah, they could have did that for a lot of other people who have been affected by the time displacement of rebirth. I think it's just like losing your kids, and then it was his desperate yes, attempt. Yes, I get understand. His I understand how that can make someone crazy. You know, because that's the that's the whole reason. You know, people are villains in the first place. They have reasons behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I'm not again. Never said that what Wally, Mo, Wally's motivations for, the, or like why this happened to him doesn't make sense. But it it feels like a step 
that didn't need to be taken for this guy to this extent. They were the going for they shock could, value, that's for sure. The I'm least they could have done. I'm not going to act like that wasn't the case. That was definitely like a, them, them, them sitting around the table, and I was like, yeah, that's going to make everybody be like, what the fuck? Let's talk about this. In any case, what you said. It was if cheap. Flex, it was pretty cheap in that The regard. hypothetical you put up is that if, if Luther came in and invaded Sanctuary. While they were all in the position. Yeah. Right? Because uh, you got to remember what you implied. Because what I said was the point of him talking and, and the moment that they shared now with him dying again was that, listen, like whether I got killed by something happening from your hands or whether I got killed. In the line of fucking duty, regardless, I'm a hero and this is what happens to us. Like we are, we subject ourselves to this violence yeah, and this, and this danger. And that's like, you shouldn't beat yourself over it. Yeah. And, and again, Wally West dealing with that trauma and beating himself over it is what led him to covering up said actions because he was, he felt like, no, I'm still a hero. I can't let this get out to the public yeah. while also I mean, dealing with it. That's what I'm saying. To finish my point, if Lex Luthor had shown up and they were fighting all of them and under the stresses of all that's going on and the battle while he lost control of his powers and killed everyone, then, then this story makes sense. The, the message that they're saying here would work to redeem him further, you know, because then there's a context. They were in battle and then that's when they're really in a line of duty. They're like fighting and this is just a real like. Yeah, when we put this on, we take risks. Listen, I believe straight up, bro. I, this is why I don't feel that, right? Because if you ask me, Arsenal died because Wiley was wasn't good enough, right there. He might as well have killed Arsenal. Yeah, but this doesn't count. How the fuck count. you go into this Batman's lair, dumbass? Really how you going to ba- but how you going to Batman's lair? You're yeah. the fastest man in the fucking multiverse, and Batman was able to pull up and sneak up and 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 and, and catch Arsenal off guard. Well, yeah, that I makes. Mean, come on, bro. That he fucked up. Like, no, if you yeah, ask me. It doesn't matter. This so it's re- the same shit. No, it doesn't matter. But he's coping with it easier. It, you know what I mean? And he I also kind of already, he doesn't have the weight of, of dealing with his children. Yeah, All right. I don't you know, know. I don't think just, you understand what I'm trying to say here. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not. I'm sorry, man. It's just, uh, I don't know. I feel like they're setting up different contexts to redeem him. And I'm not, I can accept this. This is fine. But, you know. So what was it? Him... I'm murdering the people. You felt like that was like, yeah, you didn't have to have Wally West kill people. Is it that? Or is it, yeah, you didn't have to have Wally West make this mistake and then try to cover it up in an evil way. What is it? You can't be mad at both. Like, no, 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 I'm saying because it could have been any other hero. Like, I'm saying in the context of this story. Well, that's what I'm what I'm arguing is that this story in its this whole thing's about redeeming Wally. And the yeah, part, at least th- this part is for sure. Right yeah. now, here, that's what I thought. Yeah, they were and to do. the yeah. mistake that it makes is that it sets up. It, they u- they're using Roy under a different context than what actually happened into in uh, in Heroes in Crisis to justify Wally's action or r- their deaths. They could have for sure could have drawn because a stronger parallel. He dies at the hands yeah. of technically a supervillain. Like of someone killing him, and Wally's not responsible really because again, Roy says like this is how it goes down. What so I'm had, saying had, had Wally kind of like inadvertently took him out, maybe like had they, maybe they had been fighting Batman, yeah, and he kind of tries to like do something no, towards no, no, Batman, a, and maybe he hit Harper and he killed him. 
The, uh, oh, you know, you said, all right. So wait, 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 it would have had to be me, a situation where they point. were not fighting and, and Wiley West made a mistake from, for, for, off of selfish gain. Cause that's what happened. Wiley, the reason he killed all those people in the house was cause he, it was off him trying to like break the, the, the speed force again yeah. or something like that. Or, or the trauma, so, something. Listen, I, the high, I, you said something really smart. It was his fault. You said something really smart a while back when you brought up the hypothetical of say a villain attack sanctuary. Yeah. And then like, and they killed people. But the way I would fix heroes in crisis thinking of that is someone does attack sanctuary. And not while he just makes a mistake. No, while he does make the mistake. Wally kills everyone still in this story, but the villain attacks when everyone's already in the height of their stress. Wally's already in the height of his stress. Everybody's forced to defend themselves. They're all fighting, and then the stresses of the battle and everything that's going on just becomes too much for him. He explodes, kills everyone by accident. And then you can even have him try to, like, cover it up then, and it's it's kind of understandable, you know? Like, it it's fucked up how it went down because... It's it. It feels like there's just no point to throw him under this bus, just for the express reason of having him do this weird redemption arc. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like structurally, then, if if not thematically, structurally, that's how I would fix Heroes in Crisis. If that makes sense, you know. I think it could have been a different hero. I thought that. I mean, it could be. I thought Wally. that it made sense because it doesn't bother me so much that he, it was Wally like himself. He's a speech, I don't know, man. It, it just, bo- I get. I'm trying to spe- specify my own root frustration with his whole arc, and I guess it's really not the problem that it was Wally. It was just handled not as well for a writer of Tom King's caliber. In uh, Tom King's like work, he often explores like the mental stresses of being a superhero. And I feel like this was just kind of a misstep in his direction. Like he did too much. Yeah. Cause that was what it was. It was a tragedy of mental sickness. Yeah. Yeah. It completely, it wasn't some grand master villain scheme. You know, it was, it, it was, there was in a situation that was full of hope and, and positivity and just goodwill. And, you know, sometimes, Oh yeah, no, yeah. I I I liked it, man. I thought it was so uh, strong, and I I I I seen what Tom King was trying to do. I felt it, man. I we he took Wally West, someone that you. Well, you're not listening. You're not listening. I'm I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm. I'm. I was never against the idea. I love the idea of Heroes of Crisis. I like the premise that all this shit can weigh on a superhero's mind, and mentally they can go crazy, and that's why they have sanctuary, a place where they can express their traumas and what they go through. I love that idea. And I think Tom King's the perfect guy to do that. But I just like, don't like how it ended the ending. It's like promise Neverland to me, like how it's ending right now. Yeah. It was like a big grand mystery. And then it was like, and then once they kind of revealed who it was and then how he broke it down, I guess kind of like if you, if I could put myself back in the mode of reading that arc, you know what I'm saying? And in that midpoint being like, Oh, Damn, Wally. Holy shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you thought he was dead already. It was It doesn't it's not that it's Wally. And like the the structure of the mystery makes sense. How he does it makes sense. And it's not that the story doesn't make sense at all. It's just like I I'm not personally a fan of how it went down in the end. I like the idea. I love what he was going for. I just wish it was executed a little better. And it's and I that's not to say 
to get back to this issue. Yes. And I oh, even man. disparage what's going on here. It's it's kind of like a small nitpick that turned into an argument, kind of. But it, I feel like there's something that rings true to that. Is that like it's not the same thing. What they're you know, it's, it's definitely not. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same exact style. He didn't. They did go out differently. I mean, you can interpret in different ways. I I feel like what I said is valid. But, yeah, I agree. But you're not. You're, wrong. you're also valid as well. We're saying like, nah, man, like. I don't know. I guess I kind of thought you really liked Wally West, but it, I see. I think you're saying that they could instead of the, that it was so bad. I think you. I, I the vibe I'm getting from you is that this could have been way better. Yeah, like they, and it could have been way better. Maybe if they used a different character with a little no, bit more depth. No, it's as not well. Wally, dude. It's it's. I I, I mean I think they could have picked someone else too. Any, um, I mean, any, I mean, I'm saying personally, I think they could have picked. In theory, they could have picked also. anybody. It could have been yeah. any superhero who 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 broke. They, everybody in the DC universe goes through some shit. It was the you fucked up, and you, it's like you try to cover it up and be a villain, acting like niggas wasn't gonna catch you slipping. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? That's not even your type of character. And, I, for what it's worth, I, I keep saying the character thing. I'm sorry. I don't know. To me, that's like the only problem. I don't know. That's the wall to me. Yeah, it's the like, wall I can to me is it. just execution in the end. Are you saying that the wall is Wally? I hate yeah. you. <laughs> Whatever the the series he ends with Arsenal dying in his hands again. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter because this is not the Arsenal of his world, so it's just kind yeah, of like a not. rando Arsenal. Um, I mean, you know, this is, I like this issue, and for what it's worth, I do like this series. Um, again, I don't, I don't envy the task that's put on Lovedell here, so I'm giving him a lot of leeway. You know, I don't, I don't hate this at all. I liked it. I'm ready for things to get a but little bit more relevant. There's three issues left. He has a lot of time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rushing it. Uh, but anyway, that was Flash Forward. We spent a lot of time on this. But uh, Brian, randomize us. Doctor Stone. I knew it was next. <laughs> uh, Doctor Stone, Chapter 130, Devil's Choice. Biakia. I'll uh we'll go through this one. First of all, dope color page. Oh yeah. Um second of all, a, a lot of this issue is basically like, all right, he's free. Now what the fuck do we do? <laughs> is he going to fucking slit our throats all of us and join uh, Right, Maz? without even thinking about nothing, just like, "Oh yeah, enemies, bang." And then looks at Maz and he's like, "Oh." Hmm. Like, yeah. who knows? That hmm. I thought that that might have been the case. Like he wasn't even going to ask questions. He's like, "I'm alive, I'm moving." Fuck I got you, a Senku. weapon. You guys are cornered. <laughs> die, 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 And then he looked, you know what I'm saying? And then he deals with whatever the situation is. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then he's just, again, is like, how am I going to convince him to join our side? And then he, he asked Nikki to uh, to pretend to be in love with Yoga, um, which doesn't work. Uh, Yoga sees immediately through that. It's like, shut the fuck up again, you, <laughs> you fake motherfucking snake bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, a lot of this issue is just like, what's gonna happen? Is he gonna, who's he gonna side with? And um, you know, after uh, after a lot of like talking and exposition and all that stuff, it's not really important because you know that he's just gonna join the Kingdom of Sciences team. Um, they, they can't get without him. They literally don't have a fighting chance narratively. So there's no kind of way they get this goes down. Um, so there's this cool page. Uh, he's going they. They try to psych us out where he's going after Senku with the spear. But uh, then he's like, Senku, left. And Senku's like, yeah. 
and uh, him and Maz clash, and uh, the fightings begin. Uh, and <laughs> Yoga reveals his mouth for the first time. I don't think we've seen it before, his whole Never. face. And uh, he's got weird, chapped-ass lips, it seems. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but they look pretty chapped. Gee, if I could use the stone for a little while. Yeah, take off your dumb face mask, What if dude? his lips are still made of stone? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Sick. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But, uh, yeah. Then Ooh, he called them his allies. And he yeah. says that they've done well. He's impressed. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens after this fight. Yeah, he knocks the shit out of Maz, and uh, that's where that chapter ends. This was 23 pages? Yeah. Yeah, this is the longest chapter this weekend. I don't know. Besides I don't know how, like... Fucking My Hero Academia feels so short it, whenever it comes around. It literally is short. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then like well, then there will be another chapter in the week that has. I'll give the same you this. I feel like sometimes they're giving a lot of they're giving authors a lot of leeway these days to jump. Like I genuinely feel like because Horikoshi is probably also working on anime stuff, they kind of give him some time. Like they give him less pages in his order. I think the same goes for like. Dr. Stone, because this anime is going still, I think. I don't know. I feel like they... I, I don't mind it. I'm fine with it, because I'd rather them take it easy than break their necks. Like, yeah, but to, I feel like, like anime is like the lifeblood of kind of the whole industry in general. Yeah. And then manga is kind of just like the backbone. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's you need what I'm the, You need the manga, but at the end of the day, they are going to put more of their resources towards what matters the most. Well, it's but, not even that much. It's not that they value anime more necessarily. Even. It's just... They should. Well, they should. They probably do. Money wise, you I'm, know, but to I'm a not, certain extent. I'm saying that the root cause is that I think authors like mangaka generally work on the anime and the manga at the same time. And even back in the olden days where everybody had to do 19 pages a week, they would also have to work on the anime for whatever they need. Um, I know that their work probably isn't that loaded on the anime front, but they, I think they have to do something. I mean, what, what I meant by it was like, I don't know how, like, because when One Piece, for example, had 13 pages this week but it, it felt like it was a read and then you go into my hero academia and then it feels so well then short yeah then reason. it's just like a matter of content yeah of what horikoshi's doing i mean you know some some artists have different styles of pacing and different styles of like page layouts yeah maybe it's that maybe i'm just not used to that pacing the pacing you know, that he has different different everybody writes differently so it it works out. Yeah, I don't like know. This chapter feels like it was 13 pages for me. But Dr. Stone often feels that way because it, there's a lot of dialogue. With and there's a lot of two-page yeah. spreads, too, actually. Yeah, for now, this chapter, yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, usually there. Even not. last chapter, too, there was a lot of two-page spreads. For Dr. Stone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, the art was really good the entire way through. Mm-hmm. Dr. Stone's art has been getting better. It's weird. Isn't there an artist? Like, right. It's always been You're right. Hey. It's always been good. But it's always been good. But the detail. But it's getting to that point where it's like, like One Piece, man. No, One Piece is different. It was ugly, and then you, it mm-hmm. grew on you, and then it he started polishing it. Who's yeah? The, this was good. They're just. I feel like that happens naturally within every manga. That if you go long enough, your art style a is little, just going to change yeah. a little bit. Who's the artist that draws Doctor Stone again? I feel like Boichi. And he, what series did he do? Before? He, no, he did not. Isn't that the one I drew? I shield. I shield is, I one, shield punch is one Punch Man. Oh, I keep thinking that it's him, but I feel like uh, it's no. This else. guy drew a manga. His biggest manga was uh, Sun Couldn't Rock. Oh, I don't know. That. No, you said the Doctor Stone people. No, the writer the for Doctor Stone of of I shield wrote I shield. Oh, okay, yeah, there you, you made go. it seem like it had nothing yeah. to do. With no, that. I was like I knew I knew it was one no, of no, them. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Yeah, Yusuke Murata who drew. Uh, Ice Shield moved on to One Punch Man. And okay, yeah, yeah. Boichi, he. Did, I don't think his series was published here, but 
he had his biggest series was a series called Sunken Rock. Uh, I may look at it. Somewhere. Yo, One Punch Man has been fucking crazy, guys. By the way, <laughs> we don't dubs. cover it as unfortunately we like, don't. Crazy as in like story wise, it's really like, good, it's bro. Actually... Just just read it or watch it as it comes. Whatever, I don't got to tell you nothing. Just enjoy it. That was Doctor Stone. Very entertaining chapter. Uh, Brian, randomize. The X Men books. books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have two X Men books. <sighs> All right. One of them is Excalibur, number two. Uh, we start off with a prelude of uh, the uh, apocalypse's time in BCE, uh, fourth century BCE, as mutants try to escape his land, and he just sinks them because he's an asshole. No, that's not what happens, bro. He, he, he's observing this situation where I guess these twins that were born were like really special. I don't know if they had powers or they were just super smart and just better than the rest of the people, but they were jealous and made them go away. Like the, he, they exiled them from the island. Oh, right. So they build this raft and apocalypse goes on to say, yeah, so they were brilliant, really smart people, but they weren't good seafarers or they weren't good at building a raft. So the raft broke apart and they fucking oh, died. Okay. And he okay. said, I didn't, I didn't care to save them because that's not how I get down. Survival <laughs> of the fittest. If you die by your own means, that's on you. I don't agree with you, A. You're a fucking asshole. That's where he's an asshole. He, yeah, but okay. he he didn't he, he didn't cause it though. Yeah. But he oh, did he, he did, he did create some type of monument for them or like he you know, he he's weird, man. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna save you guys, but I do have immense respect for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the uh, Excalibur team is on uh, Kitty Pride's boat. Uh, Rogue is under some weird paralyzing spell from having touched the crank calling gate leading into Camelot or something. Kitty is still hurt. Yeah, Kitty still has a bandage on her fucking nose. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes a broken nose takes a while to heal, you know? She's just, she can, she's, she doesn't have a crazy healing factor. Yeah, wasn't Psylocke or whoever. Captain Britain, wasn't she just in a whole fight like in another dimension? Anyway, anyway, anyway. No, yeah. Last we left, anyway. uh, Psylocke has taken up the Captain Britain mo- uh, mantle after her brother was possessed by the Got bad into guy. a whole scrap. By the bad Got guy. beat down. By the way, a broken nose takes three weeks to heal. Three oh. weeks? Eh. Okay. Uh, Even if you're a mutant? With yes. superpowers? Well, mutants doesn't... Ne- superpowers doesn't necessarily mean that you heal fast. Mm. <laughs> Um, they their boat gets attacked by these weird seal monster people, and uh, Captain Britain like drives sirens. them away. Uh, they land on this island. Is this Krakow where they land on? I don't fucking. This is where know, I kind of get confused as to what the fuck's going on. <laughs> it's uh, they land on this island. No, uh, they're in Britain right now. They are in Britain. Yeah, that's the whole point of this shit. Remember that, like, we acknowledge you as Captain Britain, like, event, you know, these druid guys. I'm skipping ahead. Yeah, there's these. Bro, this whole chapter was. Just, they this, find these druids that only Psylocke, oh, Captain Britain can see. And, uh. Because she's a magic person, I guess. Captain Britain is like, oh, wait, these druids are like, your final boss is this Mariana Stern lady. She is, uh, from a court cult. She gets her powers from the Morgane. And, uh, she's a bad guy. Yeah. And save, then. Save us. Here's a clock tower. Here's a lighthouse. Yeah, Rogue. Rogue touches the the sacred ground, which I guess is Krakoa grass. She turns it. She's a Krakoa flower, I think. That she's she's in like a 
a comatose state, but she's also has like a whole bunch of flowers around her. She's glowing. I think she's a Krakoan entity. I right think that now. no, I think they're on Krakoa right now, and Krakoa just made them a lighthouse. No, the lighthouse was a portal. Th- oh, man, what the fuck? Yeah, this is where it gets weird. Um, there's a lot of hemming and hawing and worrying about stuff. You know, Gambit's worried about Rogue. Jubilee is worried about her son Shogo. Uh, it's it's. I'm not super invested in Excalibur. It's kind of hard to keep up. Uh, they're under attack by things. Uh, these evil druids come in, and uh, Apocalypse transmits his thoughts into uh, into Captain Britain's mind, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, these guys used to work for me, and now they don't anymore. So you want me to help you out?" And they're like, "No," but he comes anyway, and he does a kamehameha and destroys them all. And uh, he sends them on a quest. They need to go to Camelot and and get uh, Captain Britain back. And he'll sit back and uh, he'll he'll fall back and defend uh, Shogo and the lighthouse. Um, wait, wait, can, can we time out for a second? Um, there's a moment where um, so, Jubilee and um, Captain Britain both have like these nightmares and. Uh, Jubilee's is weird because apparently she has a daughter. I don't know if it's Son. her. Her she has a, a whole child. Yeah, that happened. Biological, like her, from her womb and all of that. Not exactly sure. I'll have okay, to so up. for some reason, I guess her baby is a human and not a mutant. Yeah, right. So okay, that happened. But as far what as I know. wanted the attention I wanted to bring to was Captain Britain's dream, which is weird because she sees like this uh this this wolf with a sword on its back. Um, shout out to Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's a great game. That's mm-hmm. what it reminded me of. Literally, the, one of the mascots is a wolf that holds a sword. Anyways, um, so this 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 wolf spirit thing is like follow me, and it goes to this apocalypse. I mean, this A, the statue of A man. Um, and he's holding two plates. So the dog starts, the wolf starts eating from one side, and she starts eating from the other. And in the plate, it says he will use us, and below it, it says we can use him. So that's kind of the metaphor here, right? You see the dog led her to the plates, and then it also says, uh, you can trust me, Betsy. I'm a good girl. Mm, yeah, right. We'll see about that. Mm-hmm. But you see the, the, the metaphor there, right? He brings it to the plate so they can both eat, yeah. and that way it doesn't lose the balance. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, we can, you can eat if, I, like, you know, we're both allowing each other to eat. Yeah. Well, we can use, he will use us, we can use him is basically... I guess their relationship to Apocalypse at this point. Yeah. They're, you know, he's going to, he's clearly got some ulterior motive with this magic stuff, but they can also use him for their game. Was he always a magical guy? No, right? This yeah, is he's new. got some weird steps into the occult I know he type was... of deal. Okay, okay. So it makes I, sense for I wasn't Apocalypse. sure. Yeah, I knew he was always, he always had like amazing powers and he could shift his body and some, not alter reality, but you know. Do stuff that might as well be magic, but I didn't know he was a full-on spellcaster now. Yeah. I thought he just... So he's a psychic and spellcaster, the same way Betty Braddock is. Yeah. I mean... I can't lie to you, bro. The issue issue ends with uh, Apocalypse forcing Captain Britain, Jubilee, and Gambit into Camelot, and their first thing they face up against is a dragon. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know... Her baby seems to turn into the dragon. No, her baby, her baby stays behind with Apocalypse. He says that he's gonna watch over her. So wait, cause she's like, wait, where'd the baby go? And then you see the dragon. And it says Shugu. 
And what was the baby saying? Shogo. I guess. But why would it turn into a dragon? Who fucking knows? Maybe Apocalypse <laughs> did that with a spell casting magic. But he said he would watch over it. I don't think it was Apocalypse. I don't know, man. It's I I'm, It's in our hands. Yeah. We'll take the others. Rogue and I together cannot be defeated. I like that. It's true. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he could be defeated by anyone. Yeah. But uh He says I will watch the child wait, as well. Wait, we need and to take the... Shogo to Krakoa first, and then literally it disappears out of her hand. No, he says, uh, I will watch the child, and then, you know. Oh, I she guess, says, uh, no thanks, I can take tell, this to the other uh, world. Whatever, it doesn't, I don't want to stay on this for too long. We, we, um, it's Her not, baby may or may not have turned into a big dragon. Yeah. We'll see you next month. Yeah, I'm not super invested in Excalibur. It's going to take a little while for me to. I think the, pr- the problem with Excalibur is that it relies on a lot of lore, and it doesn't really explain it well. Um, I don't well know. Said. We're not super familiar with Camelot and Cat Burnett's backstory, so we don't really understand. It doesn't help that there's two separate X-Men books with two Psylocke characters. Like, was that absolutely necessary? I feel like that was... Is this a huge reconciliation or something? No. I feel like that's just a a thing they did and they just kind of got to stick to. And I'm I'm not that messed up about that because they look different enough. It's not confusing they do. that they're around. It's just around. weird as hell. Like, there's plenty of other X-Men characters. And well, Psylocke's choose... a pretty big deal, I feel. Uh, you can't I have guess. a big X-Men without Psylocke. Yeah. You know? Uh, but that was Excalibur. The second X-Book uh, is Marauders. Um, this is your favorite book, probably. Some, Yeah, it's, it's pretty up there. I like it a lot. Uh, it's, I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Uh, I'm a little confused as to... The relationship between the kings. Yeah. So what Christian means, because we op- the, uh, the book opens by Emma Frost having a debate with uh, Sebastian Shaw. And, you know, he's doing sneaky, underhanded things, trying to make money. And she's checking him on it. Now, this is the thing, right? When we first seen Krakow being formed, you know, when you know, we both started reading it. And we seen the characters that's bringing over like a pocket. I mean... Mr. A, Sebastian <laughs> Shaw, and some of the other guys that were previously evil. You know what I'm saying? We was all like, oh, wow, how's this going to go together? And this is kind of one of those situations where they are showing like, yeah, so there are going to be conflicts sometimes, but this is them dealing with it inwards. You mm-hmm. know? See, that's what happens. Yeah. Sebastian Shaw literally was just doing something he wasn't supposed to, and Emma Frost is like, that's a whole dub, motherfucker. Remember who you are and what we're here for. Yeah, it's kind of why he she enlisted Kitty to... Uh, be just kind of like the protector of the uh, Hellfire stuff. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw, I guess he just thought that he was going to be able to just choose who the red leader is, the red yeah. king or whatever. They, and... There's a there's a third seat on the council that, uh, that Emma Frost negotiated with uh, Charles and Magneto over, and uh, she chose, uh, at the end of this issue, it's confirmed, though it wasn't a massive twist, that Kitty is the red queen. She is on the council of 12 Krakoan leaders, which is fire. But basically, there's been a bit of a power struggle over who gets to choose the third one. And it was obviously always going to go to Emma because that's the agreement she made with Magneto and Xavier. Uh, and I guess what they're, uh, this whole thing was just uh, Sebastian Shaw maneuvering to uh, get Emma to Emma Frost to give him the pick because she wronged him in some way. Yeah, it's like he set it up, right? Like, he was like, yeah, so I'm going to make this oh, minor yeah. transgression. I don't know if that's what oh, he's implying. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Maybe, maybe. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think We're... he's that smooth, but... he's I. What I'm understanding is that he's 
he's engineered all these black market trades of uh, the human, uh, the miracle drugs that uh, Krakoa was making, and um, in order to try to gain leverage over Emma, Emma Frost, in a way, he what he his 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 great heir was um <laughs> was uh, I love that. I love that so much. You have aired greatly. <laughs> His great heir was um he was he's supposed to be the black market. He's supposed to be smuggling, mm-hmm. you know, mutants over and giving getting the drugs into the places that publicly don't want it, you know, I guess on a yeah, right? Yeah. So but what he did was try to sell the drugs to like some rich people to just to make his own money. And I don't know whether he did that on purpose. Like, yeah, maybe she'll overreact. Uh, and, and uh, his shipments was actually going to a needy uh, village in Africa. So it was supposed to. It was supposed to. Uh, and I think that was part of his leveraging. Is like they invaded a place that was going to people who needed it. And she's Even like, Even though I was going to do my own thing first. And she was like, Yeah, we know what you were doing. We're sending them a uh, care package. Of yeah, we, stuff. No, she, no, no. We already sent that out. And it's, yeah. uh, they, it's there. They're fine. That's, that's settled, bro. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like a lot of corporate power plays. But uh, Emma Frost cool. has kind of like the upper hand because Kitty's on the case as a marauder. She's got her own motley crew of mutants. It's her, Pyro, Storm, and uh, Iceman. Yeah, they're just basically like enforcers. It's yeah. literally what they are for 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 Emma Frost and Kitty Pryde is just playing along because she has she doesn't know who she is anymore because all the other storytelling that's developed Kitty Pryde into who she is matters no more. I, I love know. when they do that, and by love I mean I fucking hate it. I don't know. About I mean that. I haven't even read what X Men that much, but I know Kitty Pryde. Because she's kind of like taking this new direction, like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I don't know who I am. I'm going to go ahead and help Emma Frost and do all this extra shit. I, mean, I guess they do have the clever thing with her not being able to enter Krakoa like through a gate, so she has to kind of like... Yeah, that's kind of the thing that I I'm don't... I'm not hating. Let me stop right here and stop being negative. Yeah, I'm just I'm a little a... annoyed that she was this really kind and sweet girl. And was, but not in like a naive way. She developed to be that way. She well, became I'll that calm, smart teacher. No, person. she. I think she's always been that way. And the world is just making her hard, you know, as it does sometimes. You know, yeah. uh, I feel like this is just a way of w- where she's at in her current life. Uh, she's been through a lot, apparently. Uh, I, I'm. A, we're yeah, not I'm super. Not, I'm not taking that from her, and she definitely looks fucking badass. Yeah, um, with her new red. <laughs> she meets coat. up with Bishop, them and the other team, and he informs them that Xavier has been assassinated. Oh yeah, I forgot. I thought it was at the end. My bad. Yeah, no. Uh, I talked about the red coat. They end up getting tattoos <laughs> to get out of the rain and wait for transport, I guess. And um, so hard, fucking core. <laughs> Very hard, core. I mean, you know, most of them don't get tattoos. It's oh no, 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 no! It's not fucking over. And then after they finish the tattoo, she throws mad bread on the counter. And, he, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, this is way more than enough. Like, I'm maybe had you tipped me a lot, I would have been like, cool, but I feel like I'm going to get shot later or something because you gave me so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. Like, this is dirty ass money. That's what I got. Like, he wasn't happy about that shit. And then her response is, kiss you in the, on the mouth. And he's like, who are you? <laughs> like, are you? I was so annoyed by this. Like, yeah, oh, it's my a God, dumb she's kitty fucking pride and she could turn invisible. You she can't turn invisible. Huh? She can't turn him. Transparent. 
I don't think I even mean, better. That doesn't mean just there are like a billion mutants, so I can I can't blame the guy for not. But really... she's Kitty Pride. She was literally. So what? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Everybody... She's an Omega level mutant. She's not. An Wait, Omega. she's not. No, no, she's, she's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. Calm down. No, she did get really powerful though at some point. Um, when she was with the Guardians of the Galaxy. What? There was a. St- I'll get back to you guys on that. Whatever. In any case, it doesn't. Seriously, no cap. No cap. There was a time when she was really strong, but, but then, I think then she she's, then the she's just famous in space. Probably, you're right. So there's no way. This no, I'm guy, not going to hold any this, gripes. I'm, yeah, it's it's a it's a. I like dumb. Marauders. Marauders is a cool book, but I'm waiting for the serious shit to start going down. Yeah, uh, they get teleported back to Krakoa or something. I don't know. Uh, oh no, they go to London. To, to London, they go to London where they pick up their new ride, which is a big ass war battleship. That looks like a yacht. Yeah, real big yacht. A yacht Ooh. with cannons is pretty cool. Pretty lit. Yeah, and um, at the end of uh, their little debate thing, uh, Sebastian gets frustrated, and he's like, and he presses Emma against the wall, but she uses her diamond form to protect against it, and she's like, now you owe me for this wall. <laughs> she's like, do you enjoy being in debt? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're you're getting a new mutation, and it's debt. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to say it. This uh, She said, wait, wait, wait. Oh, Sebastian, this wall is just more red ink on your tab. Perhaps your affinity for depth is an emerging, dairy, uh, an emerging secondary mutation for you. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, she smoked this nigga, man. Yeah. Like, he was tight. Uh, and um, he's like, there will be no Red King, you bitch. And then uh, as he's about to call her bitch, he just, uh, Kitty Pride comes in and is like, actually, I'm the Red Queen, bitch. Uh, she's got a cool captain's getup. She's got a fucking saber. And her nose For is healing. Reason. Yeah, her she nose doesn't have is better, but she still has a black. She has a black eye. eye, but you know, maybe by next issue, you know, her face still has to look rough. So her face isn't gonna conveniently heal like everybody else does. Mutant pirates, I'm down for it. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> it's, it's a, you know, this is a, you know, if you're gonna be a comic book, be weird. I like it. Uh, this issue is fun. The art is really nice. Uh, the way Emma's drawn in her diamond form is really cool. Uh, facial expressions are really well drawn. I really like the art of this series. And, uh, you know, it's just like a fun romp. I feel like it's just kind of like a levity thing amidst all the serious shit that's going on in the other X-Books. So, yeah, not mad at it. Um, with that being said. Yeah, this is definitely like it doesn't take itself super serious. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, but, Brian, randomize it. <laughs> Clover. Oh, we're ending on this, right? Yeah, last manga. Black Clover, chapter 229, the beginning of hope and despair. Um, we cut to six months later. Uh, there's this massive moving fortress, uh, mobile fortress, built by the Spade Kingdom, I think. Right? Yeah. And it's uh, it's powered on the mana of just people. And, you know, the Spade Kingdom is bad. Yeah. They're using lowly... Ma- I'm not they're magicians. He's using just peasants. He's using peasants, which are just regular people that don't have strong magical power, but you know, just absorb their Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Laura Pacheco bad peeps people. this. Yeah, she's, she's watching it. She's like, uh, they're on the move and uh, as soon as they hear this, uh apparently that magicless boy <laughs> just runs off on his own and he's like flying through the air and um meanwhile in this uh fortress this dickhead of a bad guy 
She's like, ooh, you guys are shitty peasants, and I'm going to strip this woman naked because I'm a bad guy. Yeah, she's like, please spare the child. And, and he's, he's like, like, I don't give a fuck, but you know what you could do for me? Get naked. <laughs> he ba- basically One Piece fodder, right? Like yeah. The, the pinnacle of One Piece fodder. Yeah, yeah this is literally one what one, how One Piece writes the Celestial Dragon. Yeah, he said, bad guy and is about to almost rape but a girl. But worse. Total sleaze. It's okay for him to get smoked. Yeah, and then, uh, but that's when a massive sword breaks through the wall, but misses him slightly. And um, everybody's like, whoa, who's the hero? Who, who could have possibly done this? The sword retracts back, flies back to reveal Mark Shaw. <laughs> no, it's Asta. Who's Mark Shaw? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Asta, but ripped Asta. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I like that. That was nice. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's considerably buffer and has a different shirt on. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have a no, shirt. No, he just has it open because to oh. show off his fucking pecs and his ab scar that Luffy also has, by the way. No, his <laughs> Luffy's is an X. His is just like a horizontal slash, a realistic one. Okay, because he probably really got sliced. Okay, like unlike Luffy, who probably just did that to himself to be badass. Okay. okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so the bad guy is like, "Who are you? You suck! I'm gonna." In-. He literally says, "I'm. I'll insta kill you, scum." Yeah, I kill you, scum. <laughs> I like his um. I like his magic. It's like this big, huge dominatrix. It's like a fucking body with swords. It looks like then. wicker. I don't know. It looks it looks like wood or something. <laughs> it looks like a wicker basket. He's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he turns himself to basket with blades. Like he's and then Asta of. immediately breaks it. Yeah, and he's like, ah, I've been defeated. Why is this sad music? <laughs> Because he's been doing his life. <laughs> Rip. He, he went from G-G. he went from totally winning in life and about to <laughs> take what he wants from a girl to yeah. getting destroyed. Fucking winning in life. <laughs> I mean, by his own perception. And Asta's like, come on, I'll fight all of you right now. And uh, the chapter ends back at the uh, orphanage that Asta grew up. And whoever this is is just lying at the door. Some random dude in a hood and he he's just he looks real beat up and he's like master you know weird (laughs) why is he calling him master it's fine i'm doing it myself um i yeah i mean this was a cool issue oh wait you know is an orphan maybe he comes from royalty that's why he has such immense magical strength and that's what's going on. The two page, the two page color spread at the, at the beginning was beautiful. Yeah, the color, the color page is great. I have um, Black Clover always has really good color pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really impressed by that. This was a cool, this is a cool little chapter. I mean, you kind of kind of you kind of have to have this with every time skip. Uh, have the hero come back looking badass. Super flex, real quick. A light. Flex. Uh, it's so weird. The Asta drawn this buff. It looks fucking bizarre. It's really cool, but it's also like. His head is so strange. It's Isn't like, he still only like 15? Yeah, imagine the <laughs> most ripped 15-year-old and how weird that would look. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love how like everybody's just been probably training magically and Asta's just probably in the background watching P90X videos. <laughs> yeah, doing burpees and fucking <laughs> Everybody suicides. Else like, now we're going to teach you this spell. And, and Asta just, just runs more. <laughs> just runs a few more laps. Or Asta's like... I've been on a juice cleanse these past six months. <laughs> yeah, he's just watching everybody he's just like slurping on juice. Like, good job, guys. <laughs> I went vegan since we started training. <laughs> Fucking gargantuan size of whey protein. Yeah, it's, uh, 
I mean, you know, I don't hate it. I'm a sucker for these types of moments where the comes in after a time skip and is like, I'm badass now. <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, it. The only damper on it is that, like, this would be way more effective if Asta wasn't pretty much undefeated this entire series up to this point. I guess. Like, this is literally what he does every arc. Yeah. So this isn't like, it's, I, I love it. This is what he does on a regular. I'm not going to show everything he I learns. love what they represent here. But this is what Asta does all the goddamn time. It's only Asta. What really matters is looking at everybody else and seeing they just what they're that he was right. That's they... where we're. That's where it's really going to be fun, right? Yeah. But you know, Asta has always walked into any position he's been in. Is like, I'm gonna swing my sword and break you, and he does, and that's how it is. So this is just, it's kind of like just an average Asta moment <laughs> when you put your character on such a fucking 100 all the time. It's slightly as impressive, but I also am still just a sucker for these types of moments. So I'm not mad at it. I'm very excited to see where this goes and see how everybody else has grown. Uh, that's the, like Josh said, that's the real thing. This is how has everybody else grown. How's my boy Zora doing? Yeah, right. Ashman. <laughs> Ashman. Um, but uh, you have any thoughts on this? I liked it. Cool chapter. I want, like I said, I want to see the other characters. Mm hmm. Excuse me. That was uh, that was Black Clover, and that's been our show, everybody. Right? Wait, there's Wait. one more. Oh, we American Joe. Damn it! Do it, Brian. This is the last one. <laughs> no wait. Back to American. Justice League. Yeah. Wait, what? Forgot about Justice League. Oh my god. <laughs> Are we not covering Avengers? No. All right, TLDR. Avengers was about the orig- the origin story of the human star brand. Bah. It was okay. It was fine. But anyway, this is Justice cool. League. One off, not that important. Uh, Justice League number 36. Uh, everybody's just like, we took a big L last time. <laughs> did I read this? Did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah, you're right. Everyone took an L. Hawkgirl especially. Uh, the Trinity are at, uh, are in the Hall of Justice just like, just trying to how are we going to recover from this out. L? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> fuck. What? <laughs> What are we and Wonder Woman was like, we're just going to have to pray, boys. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Godhead, uh, Perpetua and the rest of the Legion of Doom are like, congrats, dudes, you did it. Uh, and Perpetua's like, I have great roles for all of you. <laughs> I like Come here, Batman Batman says, <laughs> which God are we praying to? <laughs> <laughs> she says, none. We're praying to something else altogether. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. praying to the writers of this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please skip to the part where we win because <laughs> we just been losing. Yeah. Um, the Perpetua just like looks over to Brainiac. He's like, come here. And turns him into a throne. Uh, that's, wait, wait. Yeah, Perpetua backstabs most of the Legion of Doom except for Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah. Oh, you you glazed over this pretty fast. We're going to spend time on Justice League. We're going to talk about this fucking part. So I like how Brainiac is kind of like, yeah, word, you know, um... What's next? Like, what do you need me to do? Like, what's my purpose? Like, because I'm so fucking smart now. Brainiac a thousand or a million or whatever the integer was. And then she's like, yep, I got a great plan for you. (laughs) Turns him into a chair. You will be chair-sama. He is essentially the Mobius (laughs) chair now because he knows so much and has so much information. Yeah. I thought that was was pretty clever. It was cool. Yeah. But, uh... 
Yeah, there's three tubes connecting out to the thing, and I was interested about. That. I was also like, I "What can like, they? Co- what could they possibly I be used I for?" I did not see this coming. I <laughs> yeah, did, me neither. I did, but I didn't. I, I didn't actually. All right. So I, I was just like, "Whoa, what are they going to use those tubes for?" All right. I knew they was going into tubes. I didn't think it was going to be like this, though. See, I didn't know they were going into the tubes. She just yanks okay. the rest of the Legion of Doom and stuffs them into the Mobius, into the Brainiac. Yeah, Mobius sans chair. Luther. Yeah, Luther is just like. You are now all for one. <laughs> yes. Gave him all the strengths and abilities and all the, the forces of evil. Yeah, all the forces that the Legion of Doom Yeah, he essentially collected. became all for one. One for all. One for all. Wait, all, all for, for one. one. You're all right. for one. Yeah. I get confused. He is, yeah, he is all for one now for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Uh, so he has all their powers. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, uh, Superman speeches it up. Basically, he says... Uh, the reason we lost is because we kept thinking of Luther as the Luther we all know, just a dude who's a greedy motherfucker. But now, fair enough, we didn't know he was having cosmic help. Yeah, but and now, guidance. well, we knew he was having cosmic guidance, but we, we know did, we didn't we know he had him. cosmic Bill Belichick <laughs> running the fucking show. Yeah, basically, just like he—he's a man of faith now, and faith is what we use to win our battles with. You know, we—we mm-hmm. we have all these positive forces that we used, and uh, Lex Luther used. The power of positive thinking, for the lack of a better term, to defeat all of us in turn. So now we have to strike back with all this in mind, knowing that Lex is not the same Lex we've been dealing with all our lives. He's a different person altogether now. Uh, so get ready to square up, guys, because they're coming here. Uh, yeah, we know it. We can feel it. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's only a matter of time. Meanwhile, on the spaceship, uh, Shane and Hot Girl are. In, de- in dire straits because their ship has been shot. Lamenting their own <laughs> failures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hawk Girl's like, man, I know I deserve to die, but you don't deserve this, Shane. And Shane's like, no, Mom. I you understood. You did what you did out of love. Yeah, I, I know why. And I like how the anti-monitor is like, oh. Nah, <laughs> bitch, you was dumb. <laughs> he said, no, don't let this little kid make you feel better. That was dumb. <laughs> Boom, shoots this ship with a huge energy blast that, you know, it doesn't kill them, even though he's the anti-monitor You will take this L, hot girl. I don't know why they didn't die already. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't. And he has her in the palm of his hands. Yeah, meanwhile. The palm of his anti-monitor hands. Meanwhile, Wally. Uh, doesn't Barry, he, like, automatically destroy everything? That not that what he is? Like, touching her should have disintegrated her? Yeah, but she has, like, powers. Yeah, okay. Down. All right. You know what? I'm not going to be that guy right now. Okay. All right, yeah. Scott Schneider. Uh, Barry Allen sends uh, John Stewart into a portal, a flash in a portal. car, in a flash car. His mission is to retrieve Hot Girl and uh, and Shane. Wait, so his flash car could go like almost as fast as him? Or I, something? I fucking guess so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, better. They need to hurry up because Hot Girl's about well. to die right now. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, the Legion of Doom pulls <laughs> up. Meanwhile, <laughs> pulls up against the fucking Hall of Justice. Like a million deep, three trillion deep. But all of these alien human hybrid, Martian human hybrids. In a big are... Legion of Doom ship. And um, yeah, everybody's like, all right, I guess attack. <laughs> and uh, all the superheroes go out to it to fight. Um, and, but Batman's like, you know what? I still have a plan. Beep, beep, boop, 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 scoop, doop. Big Hall of Justice pl- uh, ship thing. Yeah, the Hall of Justice building turns into a uh, mobilized battleship. <laughs> oh, I thought Batman's plan was to kill Roy Harper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I gotta get Roy. Roy's already dead. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's the whole reason they're Roy, in this conflict altogether. Because the Roy of this universe has been dead, <laughs> and Green Arrow could care less. Mm-hmm. If only he cared a little bit more, the universe <laughs> would be a much safer place. And that's your guy. That's true. I just want to let you know that. You know what? I mean, you know, no one's perfect, and yeah. not even not even Arrow people. So next next whatever it comes out, Hall Out Mayhem, and then we skip to Redley Pearson Super Size. <laughs> Why are you hating on the advertisement? <laughs> oh, I'm not hating. I this just doesn't even matter. <laughs> I'm just saying. Super Size. Schubert's Hunt. Not the one that you <laughs> we gave to you and that you like. The different one. Dude, they're books for kids. They're literally children's novels. Boo. <laughs> Who's going to buy them? Adults A kid. For the kids. A kid. They Eventually. Don't... Yeah, I know. Whatever. That was weird. And there's anyway. a new Question Maxi series coming out. Or yeah. Series, it already came out. I just couldn't see it. Woo! Oh, the question. He has no face. But that was uh, Justice League. Very good issue. I can't wait to see. I hope there's like a big ass fucking war thing going on. Ah, uh, there's literally thing. a big ass war thing going on. I mean, you know, you know how. Oh, it you is. mean sometimes like, they just like sh- they don't show it all the way. <laughs> you hope they go about it like how Naruto should have when yeah. they had like a bunch of mini battles. I don't mind. Let, I, be, let this go on until fucking March. Everyone having their own fights against. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I don't care. <laughs> but the fuck. We all know that's not gonna happen. Oh, yeah, it's not. The series is probably going to end but by Scott, But January. Scott Schneider said that he wants us to be like manga. <laughs> Scott Schneider. No, Scott's leaving the book at, Rob in Schneider. January. <laughs> Scott Schneider in <laughs> manga. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, this is going to be cool no matter what. I have, uh, I have the faith. Oh, you heard it from Christian. This will be cool no matter what. So, I mean, that's the hope. Well, that's the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. And I'm sorry, my mic keeps cutting out, so it's going to sound a little weird. But uh, thank you for joining my us. My mic again. is clean, guys. I know. Hey, I don't know what the fuck is wrong it's with the power this. of the green, dude. You have the green one, and I have the yellow. Feet. Oh, yeah. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. You can find us on social media at the Chris Espinal, at JD Cole underscore 37, at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show at New Jump City Pod, uh, at New Jump City on Instagram and Twitter. Email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Oh my god, I'm losing my shit. Uh, give us a five-star review. That would be cool. Give us some love. Uh, find us on Spotify, YouTube. We got those. Uh, anything else? Email us at newjumpcitypod. Did I say that already? Fuck me. Yes. Well, this is the end. <laughs> I'm very tired this week. <laughs> uh, goodbye. Peace out.